Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Weaving Spiders. Welcome. This episode 24, entitled Peak Civil Disobedience and Kanye Gets Divorced. This is a fun one. Enjoy. Crack Spider. Nice web, Mr. Crack Spider. C, the active ingredient in marijuana. Nice web, EHC, the active ingredient in marijuana. Crack Spider. Nice web, spider. The web structure was not affected, but the spider behavior was. The spider behavior The web structure was not affected. It built a hammock. The spider didn't build a web. It built a hammock. The spider didn't build a web. What's up? We're live. Everybody. Wow, what's up, guys? Made it work. Um. Yep, we're here. Hi. What, what are you doing, Jim? Oh, uh, me. I'm uh, sending out some promotional links. I just uh, sent one out to uh, the Twitter, and uh, now I'm going to send one off to Discord. I keep forgetting to log into all that stuff. I'm terrible. 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 Right? You know? For oh, real. Yeah. Come on, folks. How about that? Okay. <laughs> I can't remember if it's uh, at everyone or at everybody. I think it's at everyone. Wait, are we at uh, at everyone for what? Or at Oh, everybody? in Discord, it, it announces it to everyone. And and I, I've gotten it. I get it right or wrong. And I can't remember which one I use. I, I Sometimes I just put both at everyone and at everybody. It's like mm. saying at, you know, each individual person. I like that. On a, a notification. I like that. In that so, particular Discord, I mean. So, um, yeah, we don't know what's up with Greg or, or Snake. They should maybe be around in a second. Oh, okay. Greg Greg said he was going to be uh, probably in after nine, so another half an hour. All right. Uh, Snake is, he was planning on coming in, but he's also got... Uh, like a family reunion going on at his house. So he might, uh, he might be busy. So he's I got like, he, he's got like a full house then. He's people. got a full house and, and they, they brought their guns too. So they're out shooting. Uh-huh. Yeah. He posted videos of it on YouTube, him, him and his family shooting a bunch of guns. And, uh, it's, he's got a big house, uh, that he, they moved into and it's really nice. He's been hitting me up. Wanting to be, I need to come back down there and, and, uh, hang out with him. The Ozarks are beautiful, man. Yeah, no doubt, dude. That'd be such a blast. I heard he, yeah, he he's invited all of us. We're still trying to figure out where we're gonna have. Um, we're we're all gonna meet up, um, probably. Well, we were trying to figure out where the the best place to be where, would be to meet up. Well, um, where he lives. That's what I'm thinking. But Jim, and then Jim and Greg can ride together. Yeah, I've got a there's long drive. Because if you just think about it, Jim, I mean, since you're right there in Walla Walla, you just go straight down. Right, straight, just straight south and hit it. Is is we run smack into Greg's house? If you did, um, I think if, he would. If I go to uh, due south, the, like where he lives down in the Reno, uh, the uh, what are they? Give called? us a Doxum, give uh, us address. Sierra Nevadas, I think yeah. it's probably a uh, about a eleven or twelve hour drive from here. Holy shit. So I wonder how long of a drive it would be from you to me here. 
To you, I think it's... 30 um, hours, right? It's like 24. It's like 24 to 30. I think it's a day and... 31. Four and 14 hours over. I made it to Portland and... No, I made it to Portland in like 30... No. I was going to say it was like 36... Fast. 35 hours or something like that. 35 hours? Well, if you... Okay. We stopped at... Uh, four hours from that, I guess, and that's to my house. 31 hours? <coughs> Sounds about right. That's ridiculous. <clears throat> and plus That's it's really hard far. for me to get out of town with uh, all these animals. I've got uh, goats, goats and chickens. Yeah, you're not going to be able to. Are you going to be able to? I mean, I don't know. Uh, are you, uh, you I've, got, I've got some friends uh, that I've been, uh, some local friends that uh, I've been, been help, have been helping me with stuff. So I think uh, I'll probably be able to find a caretaker hopefully so as long as i get my chores done i've got to uh build a chore before i go like real bad patter let's get at her tomorrow probably i'm gonna start so do you watch letter kenny do you watch letter kenny it shows amazing Uh, what's what is letter kenny it's on hulu it's a canadian show you love it you'll absolutely love it you're gonna flip out i'll give you my hulu password I used to watch a lot of Hulu. It's really good. Jonathan, have you heard it? Seen it? No, but I'd like to recommend something to watch if you can find it's free on YouTube. Shoot. It's called The Endurance. And it's okay. about uh, <clears throat> pre-World War One. Uh, a bunch of dudes, uh, Voyage. I don't want to give away too much, but it's a, it's a mode of survival. And they, they managed to survive... Uh, I think it was like a year or two years out, out in the in the Arctic, Antarctic. I forget what region it was, but everyone made it back. And right after they came back, they they were considered uh, they weren't considered heroes because World War One was kicking off, and they were all ashamed to go to the war. And then some died, and it was just it's like. And one of the one of the guys that made it said that England would rather have uh, dead heroes than living survivor living heroes. You know what I mean? Yeah, figures, jagoffs. Yeah, but it, it's still good because it would be an epic movie. It's about teamwork and guys coming together, and it's just uh, it, it's 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 not something that's really shown in society now is coming together, teamwork, survival, and uh, you know they all had their own little private victory in some way, and they were actually embraced by the German people. The Germans actually ported them in, gave them snacks and tobacco and they were praised as heroes and they got to england and no one they were all mad at him go figure wow so was yeah. this during during world war ii or world war one or before right before world war one kicked off sweet what's it called the endurance yeah. look up endurance documentary the endurance documentary it's amazing so it's, oh, a, it's docu- a documentary it's a documentary yeah it's like uh it's one of those late 90s um uh, I think it was a PBS or something, but uh, the film grain resolution is not the greatest, but it's just it's just an epic story. It really is. There's a the endurance ship, the shackle yeah, that was story. It. Yep. Oh, so it's like a merit, maritime kind of thing or something. Is it at sea? How, how long is it? Uh, I want to say it was about an hour, maybe a little bit more. Do you, Do you see it? Uh, I there. 
there it is. Shackleton's captain, the famous yep. Antarctic expedition full movie. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. That's, that's it. Yeah. Maybe uh, we'll put a link in the thing. It'll change you as a human being after watching that. If if you if you use retrospective and actually look in the mirror, you know. Hundred percent. What um. But besides um, what happened this week? So I literally this is like one of the first weeks in a while that I literally tuned everything out, start like completely. Ditto. And me, me three. I honestly don't have any clue of what is like, what's popped off. But I feel like How about progress in life? What have you done this week that's gotten you closer just to your happiness in life? Not much. I can be totally honest. I didn't. I didn't do as much as I could have. But hey, it is what it is. I got to start. A start a new. Myself. Start a new job. It's good though. Everything's good. So is it? What's the? Uh, is the new job something you've done before? Or is it something it's, new? It's just. It's at a head shop. It's pretty awesome, okay. actually. I did. It's just really random and like you're doing a job that service to others, man. You know what time. I mean? But yes, yeah, that's rewarding. Yeah, and it's something that well, you're interested in. I no, think. I mean, <laughs> let's be realistic. It's like a dream, but it's like okay, it was kind of like a yeah. You have to be grandfathered in. It seems to get for gigs like this, right? It seems like someone's got to die. You got to be a regular. Who wants to be that regular? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of one of those situations where it's it's a weird, like, I'm not, I'm lucky. You know what I mean? I feel like right at this just weird juncture, I'm lucky just to have something. So. It's knowledge to obtain to where if you ever do something and you have employees, you know how it flows. Right. And it's a manager. It's it's kind of not total manage, managerial, but yes, definitely. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of things that, fall into my responsibility box so that's that's good which i need i like that you know key holding and all that shit so because i mean i find that it it's it's super true you know the the old adage that if you want to get something done ask a busy person right like when if i have like one or two things that i'm supposed to do or i need to do like you know go to the post office and then like you know like i'm gonna clean the garage and that's it. Like, I'll put it off all weekend and, and it never gets done. But if I have like 50 things I have to do, I get kind of stressed out. And then I get up and I, and I just, you know, start yeah. doing them. And you know, that the trick I use to help me remedy, to help remedy that so you don't have stressors, to be honest with you. I'd like to hear that one. Yep. The, the trick is, is you want to you want to get decent sleep and wake up at a good time around 6 or 7 in the morning so you have all day to to accomplish something and before you leave the house you want to make your bed so have a nice bed just i know it sounds silly but no, it's, but it's a goal. Excuse me. it goes back that, to that yeah that's a good jordan one. peterson sorry cough right into the microphone covid anyway no jordan peterson talked make sure that's and it's brilliant it's right on um, well, yeah, it's it's like uh, it's like organizing your life in front of yourself and behind yourself. Right. It's that third moment, creating that third, you know, that the observer effect. Do you know what I mean? It's creating a, a whole nother more time in the morning to get shit done because everything just opens. You know, it gives you it gives everybody at work about an hour to do their thing and an hour for you to make your coffee and get ready, you know, and right. you have all day to accomplish something. 
Yeah, exactly. It, it's it's really weird how that works because it if I go to work at nine o'clock, right? For an hour, and then if I, as opposed to if I get to work at like six thirty and work for an hour, you know, I get way more done in that hour, just because there's something about it, you know, like. And you still have a, a early early ish feeling because it's around eight nine ten and it's all done and it's still early in the morning for other people so you can start hustling your personal stuff. Right. Plus, I'm still kind of halfway asleep for a little while, so like I think being halfway one foot in the dream world sort of is is a kind of a thing, you know. You better you better have both feet in when you walk out the door of that banger. <laughs> yeah for sure yeah your goal is to is to 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 keep yourself from going to that realm and bo- with both feet you know what i'm saying right shout out to jolly Sh- shout out to jolly in the chat thanks for stopping by seriously yeah i kind of had a um i thought it was really cool having f- uh flexibility with work because for a long time like i would just sort of make my own hours but tendency is to lead a self-sabotage yeah it's like like yep. you know like you know like, like the rock star lifestyle uh it's yeah. like it's frustrating for them you know if like every day they they're getting to the to the recording studio an hour later and an hour later eventually oh. they get there and it's daylight and they're like wait a second we're working like normal jobs this sucks you know the same thing goes like yeah, but there's a diff- bit difference, Jim, in a comparison from working for others and finally working for yourself. Yeah, that's true. That's true, and it's. I mean, but are you do also? I mean, you you're fulfilling a bunch of sh- shit, Jim. But I mean, like you're also what on con- you're on like time pressing con- your contract, basically. Uh, yeah. Well, I've got like work orders, so, uh, you know, you just get get the stuff done as quickly as you can how mundane we're talking here oh it's it ranges from like it's it's all pretty thoughtful work and uh sometimes it's like it's really hard to uh sometimes sometimes it you just spend hours doing the same thing you know like trying to just because it's you like the new jobs the different stuff something that's out of out of the box that sparks it you know right and especially yeah. with sculpting and what you get to do, I mean, really, that's like, and you get to express, you get to express yourself in different ways off, off each project. I'm assuming, each little thing, it's got to be some. I know I I can't put it into words, but I I know you know exactly what I'm talking about, and it's well, there's a lot of like thinking and engineering and right. stuff involved, and like you have to think about what everybody that touches it after you because I'm like making molds of art, so. Yeah, think of shape like think about how to just like how to do it. I guess it's it just it's mind boggling, and I've made so many mistakes throughout and had to redo stuff that I've learned so much. But like it's so I guess failure still is a success at the end of the day, isn't it? It's it's just like uh, I took a lot of art classes in college, and yeah, but the premise of failure failure is is a it's something healthy to learn. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. It is. It, it sucks, but it, 
success really means nothing without understanding failure. Like anybody who's ever won the lottery and has never had a bunch of money and they get it, end up blowing through it. Or like people that shoot up, you know, and they, they get like right. an awesome job right off the bat and just, you know, make tons of money like on Wall Street and they blow all their money partying and all that stuff. But if, if you work every day, you try to make tons of money and fail, then you value it a lot more, you know, without absolutely, failure, there's no contrast to really appreciate stuff. Uh, if those lottery winners would have had one a second time, I bet you their planning would have been different. Oh yeah, for sure. Just from, from that experience. Yeah. Check it. I got the propane heater hooked up. It was on sale at Royal King, 170 bucks. I got the big tank, the big tall tank hooked up to it, taped off the hoses so it's got a good seal so there's no propane leak. You got that, uh, whatever they call it, the, the uh, thread pitch tape that you use to make sure it's it's tied on there. And, uh, man, I tell you what, uh, during this craze, propane was always easy to find during this. this That's uh, true. That it, is, it is true. Propane has not been, it has not been in short supply. And yeah, you can, you can store it forever and it never yeah. goes bad. Man, it's I mean, they still remember working at factories, they had propane uh yep. forklifts. Those were cool as shit, man. Yep. Uh my my dad used to have a van that he converted to propane. It was it was pretty awesome. Wait, to burn propane fuel? Yeah, you can you can get a kit to uh Cooper relatively cheaply for old. Come in here. Vehicles. Hot. What? Sorry. Uh, you can convert uh many vehicles especially older ones to propane very easily it's like a thousand dollar fifteen hundred dollar kit where they put a new carburetor on how much more dangerous do you think that is not much same like it's not as volatile uh, wait if you throw a propane tank into a fire uh it won't explode they have like pressure valves on them so whenever they get hot they just like they just would spray the yeah they make them safe for dummy humans handling them and being complacent Absolutely. yeah yeah and it's it makes probably total, i mean it does make total sense mine is next to my bed for my right. for my fucking dad break it's just literally sure i'm like off, is that you know, of course tight. the valve is tight and i don't take it off though who takes that thing off and then puts it back on that's more dangerous i feel like than anything it's like dude no just make sure that seal you know the valve is totally shut that's it. Leave it alone. Do not take it off. Do oh, you, you know what I'm saying? Off. You can take Dude, it off. Dude, I don't, I, I, I feel like that's be, more dangerous. I feel like that's more dangerous. That's me playing with worse fire. Yeah, I, I use them at work. All what do you time. think, Jonathan? What, what, what's your take? What's, what's the final verdict on that? What, was, what would you think it is? Well, I think the, it's whole, more... the, whole, the whole intent is because it's a form of self-sufficiency and, and, and non-dependence on the grid, meaning even if you're not using your central AC heat unit, you're saving a shit ton of money when it's really cold. Because right. I know this whole, this January, February, everybody in America got, it seemed almost double charged for their electricity. So this is a good way to remedy, remedy that and not depend on the grid if the lights go out. I don't know how long, but it's still something, you know? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I've been, I, I, I contacted the local TVA for the electric department, and so I've unplugged everything in the house uh, using kerosene lamps. 
at night and candles, which uh, it kind of gives you that uh, voyage, like you're in a freaking battleship back in the you know late 1700s or something. Yeah. And uh, and my my uh, electric usage has dropped dramatically, man. That's so, awesome. Yeah, I think a, a lot of a lot of men struggling who's trying to work and you know dollar for dollar is try to uh, uh, you want to develop a form of uh, minimalism, you know. So right. where, where, um, so wait, you're powering, are you, you're not, do you have a smart meter by where you're at, Jonathan or no? Yes. Yes. All right. Did you know that there's a way to make it analog? Uh, they, uh, they put a new one in and the, the, the new, the new one doesn't have the metallic thing that spins. It's got a, a digital numerical facing to it now. You can still oh, really, well, I know they still, there's still a way to make that analog. Isn't there? You can ask them to swap. They it will back do out. it. They will literally. You can difference? do it yourself. What's the difference? I, they're not not as a ton of EMF, and then they don't know. Like, who if you're well that private? You can shut you it know. off from the street. Yeah, yeah. So I can have them install that. If a lot, of, I don't know if they still do it, but it, you can ask them and make kind of a stink and and they will they'll come out yeah. they can i mean they still okay. have those just they just it just means that they have to send a meter reader out instead of they can't read it from the street they can't shut it off from the street. honestly when they swapped it to the digital interface one my electric bill's been more interesting yeah do you have natural so, gas out there yeah especially they, especially during the winter but this winter i they when everybody's using the electricity, you're getting charged for it. And all, the thing I hate about it is that they can just fabricate some hypo hypothetical number and, yep. and give some lame excuse. And, and dude, uh, a, a, close to a $300 electric bill for a thousand square foot house for a person who lives by themselves was heating with a kerosene. And there's no way that should have been $300. My neighbors was about the same too. So I was like, all right, well, they're just doing that to this whole, this whole neighborhood, you know, it's criminal. Well, and, and then also, the same. There's also the, you still there? You, yeah. I was okay. talking too much. No, no, I, no, it's all good. Um, okay. I was just, I was just saying, um, I couldn't, you're cutting out and I couldn't hear you there for a minute. And then your face froze and looked like whatever. Um, uh, what the hell is I going to say? Um, so do you, you, what would you say your bill is? I was going to say normally with, with the bill when it's that high in the winter or whatever, or just off or that high, they usually have it set up to like a payment plan, at least where I'm at here, where it'll be the same year round. Do you know what I mean? And you just pay the same amount, you know, every single month. They, they work with us like that here, um, which is actually kind of smart, but it's also a pain in the ass. But I mean, yeah, it's also department's different though y'all's right. network with how they treat your customers is probably different than the different regions exactly so wh are you in the east you're on the east coast right yeah we're we're using a water uh water system the tva tennessee valley authority since i'm on the tennessee border oh so where where i don't mean to out your location <laughs> weird i'm just curious you know it don't bother me none where are you by i, I don't even know uh i'm north of nashville and I'm south of Bowling Green, so I'm an, I'm an hour drive to Nashville, and I'm a 30-minute drive to Bowling Green, South Central. And as soon as All Them Witches comes back, you need to go see them live, dude. All Them Witches? Where? They're from Nashville. 
Are you serious? Yeah, man. Yeah, they, they, yeah. You gotta go see them as soon as the tour can happen again. What the fuck, I can't. I gotta see them. They're too good. Yeah, um, but I want to be one hundred percent honest with you. I carry my firearm everywhere, and if they got a metal detector or they got a problem with it, then I'm not gonna go because you know my safety is more important. They should they should be grateful. Some dude, homie like, like me. I gotta say this. Hold on, I'm gonna stop you. I'm gonna just say this. It's. I think it's like you. Well, you can have a feeling. I just don't think everybody's you going to an all them witches show. Isn't gonna bring out people you need to have a gun for. You know what I'm saying? No, protection. I don't. I don't. I, I don't go to a place thinking that the group is gonna be nice. I think about everybody else outside of that group too. I were. I. I gotta be cautious of everyone. Yeah, I understand, but I don't. I don't. I guess makes it makes sense. I mean, that's just your mindset. You know what I mean? I don't. We we don't share the same, but it's fine. Doesn't matter. Right. It takes great responsibility and and, uh, and uh, uh, knowledge of consequence carrying a firearm, man. Absolutely, you know, it's, absolutely. It's a big thing, and I don't knock any man who who doesn't want to doesn't doesn't feel comfortable with that because you know taking life is a is a very uh, you know it's a very it can be a big, we- very dangerous. Thing. And I think it's weird when you when you if, like think about it too, like with people, like not being like parents like for example mine didn't like got rid of his guns when i reached a certain age but he was like a hunter you know what i mean oh, and had oh, give me the story backstory of this because i i need details well i'm just saying i had i've never had issues with with i'm just saying i'll never forget there's just moments in my life where guns have been good and guns have been bad where you know you said somebody gave away a gun gave away their guns what are you talking about what no, so my you he said, didn't give away. No, no, my grandfather sold his guns. Like he sold his oh, guns. Okay. And, and he, he sold all his guns, man. I called it. No, here's the thing, dude. I called him dad. He raised me, whatever. But he felt like he didn't need guns around. Like just whatever. I was. It was the mid '80s, probably. I'm thinking or late '80s. He didn't. Wow. Need, he wasn't going hunting anymore. Why did he need these, all these guns anyway? You know what I'm saying? He wasn't like a shooter, avid shooter. He was in the. He was in World War II. He was at. He was Hacksaw Ridge, dude, before there was even Hacks. Like, yeah, you know. well, he probably had a little bit bitter mark about about guns, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I don't, it's not that. It's just like, well, what's the point? Like, I, he, he would go pheasant hunting and all that stuff, too. So, you know, like, whatever. But he would just, like, when I'm like, why don't we have guns around? He's like, because you got to a certain age, and we were a little bit worried about you. <laughs> like, me being, like, a freaking lunatic, you know what I mean? Well, like, that's not a around. good way to introduce it, though, you well, know? Right, there's- right. But then there's, then there's this. I re- literally, for the first time, when my first real gun experience was after, besides, like, a pellet gun, you know what I mean? Which was all the time, um, or a BB gun. But, like, with an actual, you know, gun gun, was an AR-15 at, um... Uh, at the shooting range here, I was like probably that, nineteen. That was fun to shoot. At, I was probably nineteen, and I shot tons of guns. Right, I shot everything. I what year was this? Um, well, it would have been no, it would have been just actually it was just after nine eleven, so it was two thousand, like two thousand one. Wow. Because I remember I had a Bin Laden want uh, target. Do you know what I mean? That came back to me or that I kept. Yeah, it was a Bin Laden target. Um, and. So anyway, yeah, I remember shooting like and just having a blast. I'm like, this is it. Like, there's no kick to this thing. It's amazing. This gun is amazing. You know, I shot like an M4. I, did, I shot a whole bunch of cool shit. And then I, I had the best time of my life. And then I, I would did, like, build a shooting range at my house if right? I if I could. I but just, I did that. I did I that in this. my backyard. You guys, Jonathan, I got get get this though. You guys, the, then I have like so I have no real gun. You know what I mean? Like I don't. 
if, if I needed a gun, I'd get one, whatever. But I don't like, I, you know what I'm saying? Back then, I didn't have any need for like whatever. You I should just get one before you need it. You're exactly I, right. I, I think I, I agree 100%. But anyway, it just wasn't a part, you know, it just wasn't a part of the thing. What I didn't, sometimes I had a Mossberg, you know what I mean? Sometimes a shotgun, that's it, whatever. Um, but anyway. I'm not getting myself yeah. in this situation. Carrying something that can sting somebody from killing, keep, keeping them from killing you is, is a good thing to have when you walk out the door. Right. But um, I, know, I know a lot it, of people that have been clo in close calls. I mean, I've been in close calls before, you know, where my life was in danger. Yeah. I got pistol whipping the shit. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you this, and, I, and I, I'm, I'm against gun laws and carry permits but i will say when i have been pulled over and i have a handgun carry permit it really does de-escalate the cop and usually they just let you go they don't even take your your insurance or nothing so i will say that man like in your state i know it's i know it's like papers sir type shit but right. it does de-escalate police because yeah I, I watch dude usually when i do that i, I talk about guns here in the south uh, every cop i've talked to will end up Pull out, he'll pull out all of his guns out of his car and show. Right, y'all have just, a show. Yeah, yeah. There's a gun culture here. Is everybody wants to show no, it's and, awesome. You know, it's just yeah, yeah. We have that yeah. kind of here. We have that here in Wisconsin with the hunting, with deer hunting. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah. My so, I mean, my family live in Wisconsin, man. You know, yeah. I mean, like that's co it's common, dude. I, I'm not afraid of guns. I've been around them my whole like. I've been around families, you know, my Wisconsin best friends. Wisconsin's a weird mix of gun culture because it's good old boys and gangbangers. <laughs> exactly. That's here, yeah. 100%, yes. So you've got you got a mix there. But I'll, I'll never forget the one time, though, that I had a bad feeling about a gun. Like that moment where you're just like, oh, this is a gross moment, if you know what I'm It's weird. I was with my, well, I don't really, what it doesn't really matter is this dude who was basically kind of possessive over my ex-wife. And he was super rich and he just pulled out like the first time I ever met him, he wanted to like intimidate me. You could tell, you know, it was like obnoxious. And he's he, very like, feminine if you think about it, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And he had a new girl there with him too. It was like oh, a this nice penthouse, nice penthouse in Birmingham, Alabama. Wait, wait, that was her ex? No, no, they were just friends. He always, oh, you could tell, you could always tell, I could tell right away from the dude, you know, the man vibe that he wanted her all the time because she would never. It's oh, so things. he was sweat, he was sweating your girl. Not sweating her, but he did back in the day. It looked not seemed like and got shut down. That's all I can really say. You know. Well, what do you think? Might be attraction there. It happened. Right. I can't control that. I can't control my ex-wife's beauty. So whatever. You know what I mean? I had to get over that easy and quick. Um, but anyway, it was it was funny. There but he put it. He put a, a six shooter down, like a revolver. It was a big ass gun. It was probably, I think it was a three fifty. No, it wasn't a three fifty seven. But it was big. It's obnoxious. And he was it like, it wasn't a cowboy revolver. It was more. Well, that. What do you think of a modern revolver? What? Say that again. Was the revolver look like cowboy action, or did it look it like was, it had uh, a hammer? It had a hammer. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it was accentuated. I can, but he put it down on the table in such a manner as to freak out the city boy Yankee. You know what I mean? It was like a show. It was a show. And this dude came from money, money. He inherited like $21 million when he turned like 19 or something. No, oh, he thinks he's man. He's on top of the world, right? He used to, they used to have Metallica. I'll oh, shut up. They used to have Metallica go down there. He had the money, money, enough money to book Metallica during Black Album days. 
I'll whoa, just leave whoa, it at that. Okay, so he was unsafe with the gun. What happened? No, he wasn't. He just was being that jock dude, if that makes sense. Like that 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 dude to me to intimidate me. Yeah, do you what know did I mean? he do? Like as a show of, by putting a gun down, like I'm supposed oh, to. Right. Then I'm afraid of guns. That's what he's thinking. That I'm some liberal kid afraid of guns. I'm sure that's what was going through his mind. Yeah, a real gun guy like myself would say, "Hey, hey check this out." And I, first thing I'd say is, "This is how you. This is how you make sure it's unloaded. See, there's no bullets in it. Check it out. You know what I'm saying?" Right. But this was just a show of, like, you know, chest pounding and like, dick measuring. It felt well, like, if, you you had, if you had a gun on you, you'd say, oh, yours was in the closet. Mine's on my hip, pussy. <laughs> yeah, you're cutting yeah. out really bad. Is that happening on your end, Jim? No, I think I need to mute myself when I'm not talking. It really does No, when stop. you were talking, it just choppy. Was that? Did you hear it, Jim? It might. Uh, did you, I, heard did it, you? I heard it for a second. It might have been a, okay. like a reverb. Yeah, you guys need to carry your gun on you, man. There it is again. Carry fire on you. The way the world's going. No, I, I agree. Um, yeah, I just still haven't made it to a gun show. So you come come on down to Missouri, and I'll introduce you to that kind of culture, man. Because uh, um, Wisconsin, you get a carry permit there, can't you? Oh yeah, and I got after I I just didn't get around to getting a pistol, and my concealed carry permit but i was going to like all the cops in my neighborhood in milwaukee were like urging me to get it because i had been you buy your up. first gun get a pistol because that way you can keep it in the house or you can put it on you say that again it said your first firearm should be a pistol so that way you can keep you can carry it on you if you ever get a holster or right. walk out the door or keep it at the house and make sure you just get a flashlight for hey, it or keep see. a flashlight near your pistol so that night you can use it to see what they'll Right. Hey, Cooper, I got to give you a shout out for knowing who Church of the Cosmic Skull is even to begin with. You rule. And also, Colts are pretty nice looking. Never shot one. How practical is it? That's Cooper's question in the chat. Jonathan. Uh, say that again. What was the question? He Well, he just said Colts are pretty nice looking. Never shot one. How practical? Uh, no, nah, Colts are too expensive. And uh, they're, all, they're Gucci. They're name brand. Okay. Uh, it, it, Colts are collectors, and some of them you can run. But uh, Colt went out of business, and then we tried to revamp the Anaconda, and it's not the same type of weapon that was handcrafted in America um, back in the '80s. You know that those generation of Colts are over. So my best bet, if you guys are going to get a pistol, uh, I know ammunition's hard to find, but if if nine millimeter comes back, or you can find ammunition in nine millimeter, just go ahead and get you a Glock. That you you can't go wrong. They're they're not too expensive. Like, you can get a used one. Just get a nine millimeter Glock. <clears throat> so you you um, there's still bullets for a Glock. This is there still bullets out there for nines? Yeah, uh, you can, you can find them. You can get them online and uh, or go to your local gun uh, store and and ask them uh, if they get get any in or. Uh, if you can pre-order it or go online orders and usually ammunition in your state goes straight to your house. You can order ammo and it comes to your house. Like nice. you don't understand that. It's totally legal. It's just like buying stuff from Amazon, except it's not Amazon. It's ammo. And you pay a little bit more for shipping because it's considered an explosive. It's only like 25 bucks shipping. So right. my friend uh, just got 
the hey, thousand rounds. Jonathan, can you sign for, off and then uh, try signing back on? Four hundred bucks. Yeah, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, leave and then come right back. You got the link still, right? Yeah, I, I should. Okay. I got okay. it on my email. Try, try that again, because you're just like totally. I don't know what it is. Just, I think it might try to reconnect. Yeah, I reconnect. Might fix that. See if that works. Wait, we we sound crisp, don't we? Yeah, that sounds good. I I actually have a well, I have a Colt uh twenty two. It's like a um, it's a little like composite AR fifteen clone, but it's a Colt and it's twenty two caliber. It's pretty. It's pretty slick. It, uh, it's got like twenty five round clips, and it's like you know semi automatic, so it's it's fun to shoot. Dude, and, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna. Twenty two ammo is cheap. I mean, it's so like there's still twenty two ammo out there then right now. Is that oh, what's? Yeah, there's usually some around. Okay, in behind you, it's right there. Uh, there's some, yeah, <laughs> everywhere. I've got a, a couple. Every time I go into the, um, the oh, that works. the farm store, and they have ammo, they right. have like a two box limit. So I I always pick up whatever they have that fits uh, my guns. You know, just just in case. You know, if I've got some extra cash. Uh, another another firearm I would recommend is a 22 pistol. Get you a, just get you a 22 pistol, man. That you can everybody can shoot it well. Uh, ammunition's cheap, and uh, you carry a lot of rounds. So, uh, 22 right. pistol. That's, that's what I actually started carrying. I usually recommend nine millimeter for most people because the 22 caliber game you got to kind of know what you're doing for reliability because they're rimfire rounds. So. It's good to know but um they're they're fun to shoot though for uh just plinking stuff 22 oh that's that's like a how, beginner gun that's what i recommend anybody who's new to shooting shoot a 22 right yes, i agree so we're talking, uh, go ahead i'm sorry i got a delay no, i was man. just gonna say cooper in the chat mentioned church of the cosmic skull of all the bands that's one of my favorite bands and they're they're super sweet brother bill's hey, awesome where's King Gizzard lizard from i think they're from australia they're either i know cooper probably knows it's, it's either australia or england they're they're crazy they put they put on a dude they're awesome really good live they're like a machine dude you know they're like voltron they straight up form and just like roll over you with me like I, i've never seen or heard anything like it have you ever seen them live I've never seen them in person no, live, but I've seen I've their live shows. Never been to a concert ever in my life. Oh my god, dude. Shit, man. Hey, I'm I was sorry. gonna show you guys this uh gun that I inherited. We need to change that immediately. As soon as yeah, we can. I need to. I went to Maynard's uh winery in Arizona though. Shit. How was that? Uh good at first and then it ended with a bad experience. What are you gonna tell the experience? How are you gonna just leave that set up? Are you, are you wanting to know it? Like you, well, you don't just details? say that and then just leave it hanging. Oh, uh, okay. So, uh, I took a road trip from from where I lived to to Arizona to do a, uh, a desert brutality. Uh, it was a uh, comp rifle rifle and pistol competition where you have to do 
uh, strenuous activities and run and, and lift weights and jump over trucks and, and it's a timed event and it was a competition and I went there and uh, did the competition and on my way back I visited Arizona and ran into a friend who lived in California. He drove down there to hang out with me and uh, hung out with one of my friends I was in the military with that was down there and just took a trip out to uh, Arizona and went to his winery because I loved Tool and a Perfect Circle and Pussifer and I was in my little three-cylinder car and uh, I went to the I went to the little square it was at the town and it was really cool and there was a lady that worked there me and her were hitting it off and she was a real friendly uh she was cute but i knew it was just a road trip and i'm just passing through you know what i mean and then uh i brought feathers with me man i had uh hawk feathers and my nickname's chicken hawk and i and i don't know i just every time i'm always thinking of something righteous or dope outside a hawk will, will fly by so uh I get. I put a. I put hawk feathers all through his store. His two stores. There was like a barber shop or something, uh, and then next to it was the, the coffee shop slash slash bread and everything. And uh, I was wearing my Veterans for Peace hoodie at that time, and I was carrying my Glock my Glock on me because I I'm in Arizona. You know, uh, I'm from Kentucky. I got my Kentucky carry permit and it's acknowledged here, so whatever. You know, I don't care. And I, I didn't even pay attention and in, in inside the store, it was, it was going really good. I was talking to the lady. She was telling me about how working with Maynard and, and about a book she read. And uh, it was about a Jaguars, uh, it was about a Jaguars, um, some guy plucked a fucking whisker from a Jaguar. And I just thought that was the coolest fucking thing. And, uh, her, her her employee or some other chick came in there and she was overweight and heavy and I think she got a little probably got a little bit bit jealous. Oh Johnny was talking to the skinny one that took a bath and when I left and came back the whole environment changed in the restaurant because I wanted to check out the square. I said, Hey, I'll come back. I'm probably gonna get some bread before I leave. And uh, when I came back, the the vibe was really weird and uh and uh and you think she those two was, those two, those like two girls ass. probably had it out. They had a big ass fight while you were. Oh, going. it was just fucking weird, man. No. And, I, and I, yeah, I didn't know what was going on. And then the, somehow something got up. Out, someone said, uh, "Are are you carrying your gun on you?" I said, "Yeah." And she goes, "We got a sign out there that says that says no guns allowed in here." And I just thought to myself, "Manner, did you put a no fucking carry sign on your front door? Seriously?" You know, and it was just like at that point, I was like, well, fuck it, then I'll just leave. And then I was just thinking to myself, damn, what a horrible experience that was. And uh, the crazy thing was, is that I ran into an, another Iraq veteran that was there and me and him hit it off and, and, and BS for probably an hour, just reminiscing about the war and about being honest with ourselves, what we need to do to get, to get better. And he had a, he had a, a girlfriend with him. And like we just had her totally cut her off the whole time because me and him were just reminiscent about work and life. And I was just crazy. I was wearing a veteran for peace hoodie and I ran into a veteran at Maynard's place, you know, and here two brothers came together and, you know, uh, out of all, all days, out of all places. And then I'm not welcomed when I come back because uh, I have a gun on me. And, I, you know, it's just it was just a weird it was just weird because, you know, I, a part of me was thinking, oh, it'd be cool to run into Maynard, you know. But at the same time, man, I get it. You know, there's some weirdo fans out there and shit. But 
you know, I journeyed really far yeah. and I Dude, gave that this, band has got tons oh, of freaking weirdo. Yeah, people. man. And I, I, you know, I didn't, I it just, and you know, veterans enough have a weird sense of paranoia where they always just assumed, assumed to be looked at like they're fucking weirdos anyways. Right. So I just, I yeah, just how, left. I gotta but, ask, uh, how tough I, is that to I'll, break? I'll how tough, better. how tough is that to break that like mentality? Like that um, you, it's no, there's, you don't need to like be paranoid. You don't need to, um, you not, not, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Like, um, uh, it just takes time. I'm assuming. Cause I remember have the only time I can even consider is when I was like, even put myself so, in a place where I had like legit PTSD was from like, not being able to identify the dudes that like jump me, like and like pistol with me and beat the shit, like you know what I mean, almost killed me type yeah. thing. Yeah, it's and a I traumatic. Yeah, and I couldn't um like I couldn't. It lasted maybe like a year and a half, where I couldn't walk the street and see so, you know somebody of that ethnic persuasion as well as um, I, it was just weird and it felt gross. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna tell you. You know what I'm gonna tell you? If if you if you had a firearm on you, the outcome would have been a whole lot different. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but hey, it is what it is. Um, once you have more than one guy swinging on you, it's fair game. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, and it, believe me, it would have been it would have been fair game. But there's it is what it is. So I mean, but I remember how long it took me to to where I could actually say. Um where I could actually be like, okay, um, I'm not like head on a swivel, like a lunatic. You know what I mean? It like finally went away after like about a year, year and a half. Um, Never lose it. It's always good to have. You always no, want to what no. if stuff. I employ that. I absolutely, yeah. absolutely 100% employ that and have employed it many, many times. Like since then, um, it's not something that's new to me. It's just a matter. You know what I mean? It's just, I don't know. It's weird, but it, it I'm one I'm curious to know it probably takes a long time for like that to happen with a vet. You know what I mean? That's seen a lot of combat. Um it's gotta be yeah, it's just gotta be really, really rough. Look, the tough part is is that um you can't you can't you can't telepathically send the signal to of the experience for the for people to understand and just seeing how death is is uh, it's so easy for a human to die, you know what I mean? And um, uh, but people experience it with like EMTs, firefighters, police officers, um, you know, uh, volunteer firefighters, even people in a, in a car accident. You're rescuing somebody from a car wreck. You know, exposure to extreme violence and and suffering is is traumatic to everybody's spirit. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Mortality, because it, it, it's a reflection. It can happen to you. Too. That's this. That's the part about it. That's the. Uh, that's a fearful. Is it? You know. You know. Deep down, that hell. That could have been me. For sure. Uh, weed doesn't help sometimes, but the way I get over it is I've been trying out uh, scream therapy or yelling therapy lately. Now, that's it's an incredible. Uh, release if you can if you can get away with screaming someplace dude yeah i miss being in that, just, in that band <laughs> like that was that was released like i can't even tell you that was weird it was good what was that 
that band, that first, whatever, the cast ahead or whatever, where I got the, the recordings back. It's hey, guys, screaming. I'll be right back. It's all screaming, all right. Yeah, it's, I got those masters back, so it's fun to hear them again. But I was screaming, like I'm screaming like black metal, like a absolute all-out velociraptor jerk. Right. It, it is pretty, uh, I mean, like, have you ever been, like, had just that? I was straight edge at that time too. I didn't need anything. I didn't. Yeah. uh, Like sometimes you just, you know, it's either it's, it's like, uh, I don't know. Some people, uh, take everything in and, you know, have a high tolerance, but then they end up blowing their top. Like I'm, I'm kind of like that. Like I've got, I'm laid back and don't let things, uh, get to me like for the most part. But then once you get full, you're full and like some little thing can set you off, you know, and you're like not expecting it. Like scream, like scream therapy totally, totally works. I've, I've employed that before or like, you know, fist like in the sparring, wall, you know, fist in the wall, uh, fist in the wall. Therapy. Yeah. Or, you know, <laughs> like I used to go out and like break, break like six or windshields, dude. On the just ground, car you know, windshields like, all day long. Well, what happened was is I was doing research on that and it pointed two things together because I remember watching a documentary about a World War One veteran who talked about uh, he was from Ireland, but he was, you know, sided with the British and he was going over over the trench and he said all the guys would scream to let it out, to get it out of them. That's why they'd all, when they charged, they would all scream and yell. And I thought, well, all warriors did that really back exactly. in the day. And I think That's it a was war cry. a relief. Yeah, hormone. And, and, and actually, it helps deepen your voice. It it uh it helps you get more lung capacity in your lungs. It helps you uh, practice having breathing because we're all breathing from the top of our chest. We're not really getting it deep and low, and you need that, especially so when I you're a vocalist. You guys, I bet you wanted. To, I'll 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 play it as part of it. This is what this was. Everything um, is sound anyway. You know, we're all a frequency of sound. So screaming is just the upper or lower end of what our being. Well, you know, remember the beginning of, of, of God was the voice, right? Yes. Or the sound. Yeah. Yeah. The exactly. vibration. Yeah. Logos, the truth, the, the word, you know, whatever. So that's why freedom of speech is so is so important, man, is to uh, speak the truth is because when you're shut up and silenced, you're not even getting anything out, you know, and having it voiced angrily is, is healthy because it, it put emphasizes on the importance. It's right. your it's your number one protection is your voice before. So this is else, this is just know? this is me screaming. This is only play a second of it. I can't hear it, unfortunately. Can't hear it? No. Could you hear it, Jonathan? It sounds whispered. Negative rafter, man. Okay, so we don't have that. All right, then there's that. Good to know. Weird. Got to figure this thing out. Hey, is there any any of the questions from the uh, chat that uh, spikes your interest? No, not yet, not yet. I haven't even looked. But um, 
Yeah, we should have Greg in here in a second. I'm thinking. Who knows? Um, yeah, I used, I used. Whoa, sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, reverb, dude. I used to break break bottles when I would get like, you know, where I felt like uh, it was overwhelming and I couldn't things I couldn't control were causing me stress. You know, break. working a shovel does that for me. Shoveling rock, shoveling gravel, that gets it out of me. Well, yeah. After afterwards, I have to sweep everything up you know and there's this like release and then like when you sweep it all up it's like all that you know you've you've transmuted that feeling into broken glass on the ground then you sweep it up and throw it away and it's gone yeah oh there's always a saying uh that that works true with dogs and yourself is a tired dog is a happy dog and you know, getting some physical exercise or, or manual labor is good for your body. Absolutely, absolutely, it definitely just just getting getting up and out. You know, like uh, I used to smoke cigarettes, and after when I quit smoking, I did I wasn't getting up and going outside first thing in the morning, and I was like super depressed until I realized that that. You know, that's what, so I go outside and stand there and like take some really deep breaths and pretend like uh, I was smoking an invisible cigarette and it was awesome, you know, for a while until I got over the urge to smoke every time I would go outside in the morning, but. You know, if you go for runs, if I could recommend anything for people, if you want to get into exercise or physical fitness is just go to your local park and, and, and run just start running at your own pace stay hydrated drink a lot of water bring some water with you always have water on you somehow when you're running like a camelback with a straw it's great and just try each eat, eat, eat go run every other day and then after a certain amount of time uh, do more rotations or circles or or go 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 further and then when you start feel like you're getting more healthy than doing that uh do some push-ups and sit-ups a whole bunch before you go for a run or go for a run and when you get done do some push-ups and sit-ups you know and then do it from there because fit, physical fitness really does help mental clarity yeah i agree with that for sure help me get out of some depressing situations uh, a little bit you gotta of sweat the thing is you gotta sweat your body's natural perspiration it needs to do that you can't just urinate all the time you got to get it out of your pole absolutely true yeah i used to go uh i would go into the bathroom at first and uh do like an elevated push-up like you know put my hands would be on the the bathtub edge. oh yeah yep so it's like you're not quite down on the ground and it's not quite as hard because the part of your pectoral muscle the under parts stronger anyway then i mean i feel like i'm easy way to do a push-up starting off is you're going to just say today i'm going to start it and this is what you do every, every do, your, your first time at it do as many push-ups as you can until you can't do anymore then 30 30 minutes later do that again and then 30 minutes later do that again or every hour do that all day and do that for a couple of days and that way you're getting your push-ups in and you you can stop at a break at work and and i'm telling you over two weeks you'll see a dramatic difference P push-ups 
and sit-ups and run. You, you do that, and if you want to get real fancy, the, a pull-up bar. Every man should be able to pull himself up at least once. You know, or, if you can't do it, the park and do some pull-ups on the jungle gym. Oh, dude, pull-ups, man. They, they hit it all. They hit it all, man. I like, I like pull-ups, dude. You can actually implement ab workouts with pull-ups, too. You can, you know, pull yourself up and crunch yourself up. Yeah, man. And it's fun because you can do it at your own pace, and it helps your back. Helps your If you got back pain, doing pull-ups really does help your back. It really helps you out in the long run, man. That's a good idea. I need to start exercising again because my, my, I'm prone to back pain from an injury. And uh, I, I think that, you know, just being stronger would, would help. Uh, it's like a nerve that gets pinched sometimes. But yeah, do, do a pull-up bar. Every time I get up on the pull-up bar, I hear my back go and start popping all the way down and straighten it out. It's a decompression. Yeah, yeah. I've got a, an inversion table that I, I put yeah. on the on the lowest amount of tilt. It's like uh, I don't remember twenty. Well, pull-ups. What it does with your back is it strengthens the muscles around the bone. So you want to have tough muscles to keep it kind of in place instead of loose. You want to have tight muscles, you know, around there at least ones that are exercised. It'll protect you and make your bone bone stronger too. Oh, uh, boost your testosterone. We're all hey, I'm 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 not a spring chicken anymore. Or, or I'm I'm fading out of that. I'm 36, so you know it'll it helps. It, it, and I'm telling you guys, men easily bounce back being back into shape. I think when when women get older, it's harder. They really got to dedicate themselves unless they've been in it for a while. But you'd be surprised how easy you can bounce back and be into shape, no matter even if you're in your 60s. Oh yeah, you you start feeling great after a couple of weeks. And then a month, a month in, you're like, you know, looking ripped. It's a confidence booster too. It it, it gives you, it, it, you know, you have nicer armor. You you're more in tune. You know, you got better. You, you you can handle yourself if something dangerous or sketchy happens. You know, it's just a benefit all around. Yeah, I agree. I I used to. Uh, when I was in college, I uh, had a roommate in the dorms, and he was uh, like a bodybuilder. So I, I went to the gym with him and got like super ripped. Like I couldn't even put my my hand around my my bicep was so huge and tricep. Like I always skipped leg day, and uh, just got ripped. You know, we take it. We had like all these, uh, you know. Uh, uh, supplements like this this one you'd take it and they like outlawed it like like six months after we started taking it it was like a shake but like take it and like the hair would stand up on the back of your neck and like uh like you get all like sort of tingly and like your your testicles would like shrink up inside of you and you'd feel like you want to like get in a fight or like run a thousand miles and we go like lift a whole bunch of weights, but it's just, it's just ridiculous. It's just for, <clears throat> it doesn't help you with anything being that strong, except for, you, you know, it got, you know, it got me into shape. I, cause I done the, the, um, uh, steroid thing before when I was deployed my second time. And I, after doing this natural way, hemp protein powder, drink water all the time, 
your water needs to be clear or close to clear. If you're drink, if you're peeing and it's really, really dark, you're not drinking enough water. Wa muscles need water, and it, and it remedies a lot of your freaking health problems. And uh, uh, hemp protein powder, and then rice and chicken. I mean, boom. It's it's really not hard. You know, stay away from the sweets if you're overweight. Uh, and you got to run. You got to run. The only way you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna to, to, uh, help out everything is is you got to get your lungs working yeah cardio 20 minutes cardio every day and what's cardio is cool is you can find cool parks to go to make it a little journey you know what i'm saying and you accomplish something yeah. you give an hour of your time or 30 minutes for a run you can say it that day i accomplished something and then you could you know i prefer running in the morning because, uh, you know, uh, when you get back, you can take a shower and then go to work or do whatever you got to do. And it just feels good to know that, you know, you warmed up the engine before you got the day started. Yeah, it's it's the, the same thing with everything. You know, you the the hardest thing is that first step. Is it's once you once you get up and get out the door, you know, I had a, I had a friend that was a painter and he said he said doesn't matter. uh doesn't matter what how I feel or what's going on, like like most days I don't want to get up and work, but every single day I go in and set up my paints. Like I made a deal with myself, and even if I don't paint anything, I'm gonna set them up. But every time you set it up, then you're gonna work because you're like, well, it's set up. I might as well. Oh, it's so easy. I'll paint something for a second, and then by the you know once you get started, you're already there. Yeah, that you gotta. It, it's something that's accomplished for that day. Something was accomplished. It doesn't matter how big or small. It, accomplishment doesn't mean you you scored big with money, and you know it's you. It's, that's why the premise was is making your bed. So that way, at the end of the day, when you're done, you can lay down in a made bed and said, "I did something today." It's all progress. Did you know that a, a Did you know that a chicken can move a mountain? Yes. You know how a chicken can move a mountain? Do you know how the chicken moves the mountain? A chicken can mm. move a mountain. And the way the chicken moves the mountain is one spoonful at a time. I tend to agree with that. I tend to subscribe to that 100%. And that's what you're doing for yourself, I think, you know? Absolutely. I think I'm going to run. Go for a run, man. Wait, when, do you, did you quit smoking? You don't smoke, uh, you don't vape or anything, Jim? Uh, no, I don't use tobacco. Guys, tell me if you can hear this in the background. I'm just curious. Jim, if you're going to run, you're going to have to kick the alcohol. Could you hear that? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I've cut way back since, uh, I think like, well, like three years ago, I used to drink. Like, Carbonation and beer is going to give you more pain when you run. Yeah. And, and I used to think that was BS until I had a uh, squad leader that was doing PT, and he said that he had a soldier that he got him off sodas for two weeks, and he, his two-mile run, he shaved off. He shaved off two minutes from well, a two-mile Sodas are way worse because of that high fructose corn syrup and just all the sugar like there's not 
what do you think beer is oh yeah alcohol uh, come on i i I used to drink beer too man It, it gave me intestinal problems i can't do it it gave me gout can't drink beer i like uh uh, yeah, I don't drink it. I don't really drink either. Now and again, I'll have a Bailey's and coffee every once in a while, though. I like I like Irish coffee. I'll put some whiskey in there. There we yeah, go. That's, good. that's put a good. little pep in your step. You know it. If I got a cold, I'll put a little bit of whiskey in my coffee, and uh, it's it's way better than taking Dayquil. Just like a one shot in your in your thermos, and uh, go to work or whatever, and. It helps. Yeah, go for a run. Start running. Get you a camelback with a straw with water. And just, you don't even have to use it to drink water. But when you get cotton mouth or real dry mouth running, I'll just I'll just suck it to get my mouth wet and spit the water out because I'm, I'm still running, you know. It helps. Get you some good tennis shoes. And, uh, hey, you might actually want to wear a different holster when you're jogging, you know. Maybe I need to look into that. Get you a jogging holster. I'll hook you up with the one that will be j- – <laughs> Just right for you. That's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dude, Jim, you got crazy people in your town. Like, maybe I know, should put a put a holster on. I don't want to put a bla- I don't want to put it on blast. But dude, you told me some like creepy stuff. Oh yeah, there. Was I was some... really legitimately creeped out. There like I still a, am yeah. to this day. Apparently, like uh, word word in the homeless community is that uh walla walla is a safe place to go where you you'll get taken care of and, now that's uh, not what freaks me out what freaks me out is this... spray painted on uh under the bridges in uh uh um sacramento and in a few other places i guess See, that's weird right it's that's pretty weird yeah pretty freaking odd to have a bunch of like that's some straight up like Hum, that's human traffic feels like it's human trafficking um it's, like it's communicate comms it's some kind of comms right like it feels weird i'm not saying it's like pedophiles or anything like that i'm just saying it, it had it reeks of because i had a close friend and i this story is wild but i really i had a close friend garrett uh what up garrett um and david shaw they, they were uh they were in california and they were probably they just left you know high school graduated whatever went out there and like 19 years old and they ended up homeless in San Francisco and they didn't know where to go. And they only had a certain amount of money. And these two girls, and mind you, Garrett, these are two good looking dudes. You know what I mean? Like they're not like whatever. They're both banned in bands and stuff. You know what I mean? So they're just like, whatever, let's just do whatever. We're homeless. Oh, well, let's make the most of it. You know what I mean? Like people like that, <laughs> like when you're 19 and you know, you can, oh, I guess, go home, run home if you need to. So anyway, they're out there and um, these two girls like come that are they're like stalking them kind of a little bit, like make seeing who they are and what they're doing out there. And they obviously were marks like the two of them. So they, they handed them like a flyer for this place called the mission in San Jose. And um, it's, it was like free food. They were hungry. It was like one of those tracks, you know, but it wasn't like Christian super weird. So anyway, they took them up on the offer, get this. So they end up going out there they get they get like settled in it's a mansion like this house is huge right it's on a big ass property well they end up um bringing like their guitar one bag of clothes everything else whatever nothing too crazy um they get settled in there's people um all of all ages around and it was just super weird like extremely odd 
and they had this vibe. The vibe was just off. They, they, you know, they, Garrett, when he retells the story, was just really, really off the vibe. Wrong. Everything was wrong. So they, they stuck it out for a couple of days. And then by the, the third day, they were like roaming around the house and they found like a room that wasn't supposed to be found type thing with a bunch of like weird ritualistic nonsense in it. Jesus. Yeah. And um, they, they thought the dude that was like running the place was a meth, like a total tweaker, but like really insane, like really crazy. I'm imagining some movie characters. I'm sure you guys are in your head. And then this dude is like, whatever, you know, you know, kind of uber controlling, like wants, you know, like, you know, overlording over people type character. And um, so by the third day, they realized that they're in, oh shit, they're like, we're in a freaking, what is this? You know what I mean? Like what, this is like some cult, some messed up cult or something. Like, what is this? And um, they, when they realize they're out working during the day and then when they realize that while they're working together, they like, yeah, let's just grab our shit and go. We're just like run for the nearest clearing. They had to run through like a clearing and all this stuff to even get out. Like there's barbed wire fencing and it's such a huge property. They have no idea how to get out. They just, you know what I mean? What was, what was the place again? The mission it's called in, in um, San Jose. Oh my God. They had a thing. Uh, they have missions all over the United right, States. I know. Exactly. Yes. And this one was so, it was either Sacramento. I think it might've been Sacramento, either San Jose or Sacramento. One of those two. I know that's a big difference, but. That dude, sounds almost uh, Scientology. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It that. was like, it was UFO cultish weird. Right. Wow. And anyway, so they're, they're being, they realize that they want to fucking get out and they realize what their, the situation is dire. Like, you know, like we got to get out of here type thing. And they play, try to play it cool. When they go back to their room, guess what? To grab all the shit, all their shit's gone. Yep. And wow. um, so they're like, oh no. And then they go out and apparently like the leader, they walk them from the house to the barn, which is like a giant, like 90 yards away, a big red barn, of course. And um, yeah, they end up turning and running as fast as they can because they didn't even want to know what was there. They literally just turned like on three type shit, go with no clothes on their back, no, no like backpack, nothing. They just left everything behind. And wow. they ended up running as fast. They never looked back once. Um, we're talking like, you know, a good mile sprint. I don't know, not a mile. That's insane, but it's crazy. Anyway, they make it far enough. They make it into the woods. They don't know. They're just going to keep going, keep going. And they ended up making it in the middle of like downtown Sacramento or San Jose. And it was hood, like where they were at either way. It was really hood. So they were in the wrong place at the wrong time, again, at at middle of the night. And they just told the hood what had happened. And like everybody was super nice and gave them like coats. And they gave, they pulled their money and to Greyhound them, these two back to Wisconsin. Whoa, that's epic. Dude, especially on cocaine, um, when you're hearing it, you know, for the first time. And it's like the best story story time ever oh, that'd be an excellent movie yeah it, dude it was literally like a two and a half three hour epic story he could recall every single detail it was like and I, dude it had me so spooked you guys that for like two weeks after this it like me hearing of this incident i called the sacramento b i called all these newspapers to tell them about this mission place because i'd found it on maps this was in like 2002 or two, late 2001 early 2002 it was before i moved to austin so it's super weird. I call, I couldn't get anywhere. I remember one of the guys though, at one of the newspapers, I feel like it was the Sacramento Bee, like I said, um, said they had heard things about this place multiple times. They've heard complaints after complaints about crazy weird things like this going on, but there was, there's no way 
that they could get an interview with them because of the two party laws in California for filming. So there's absolutely like, there's no point. So they just don't even bother, you know, going out and investigating any of this stuff. I mean, and why would body, they? Their body cams are uh, considered filming and that's the two party law. Is that Ooh. What you're talking about? This is pre body cams too. Yeah, yeah, but this is 2002. This you is know, 2002, uh, man. And I'm calling, I'm call. I'm like, I have my Roadrunner internet. You know what I'm saying? My high speed internet. I'm, I'm like searching. Yeah. Every, yeah. I'm not sure they can do much on uh, hearsay sort of. Exactly. Evidence, you know? And I, it was. But look at them, but it'd be hard, hard for them. And then plus the people that are getting taken advantage of are, have no voice. So um, they're not like a blonde girl that got yeah. kidnapped. They found like oh, that in time someone's gonna get hurt there. That's what it's gonna take. Thanks, government. And I want to find this location. Like I have it in my head mapped out really well because it was such a riveting story. You know, like it's it's weird. It's just like that. But it creeped me out so so bad though. Um, but I can't even imagine. Like that that sounds about right. Like them preying on like they were marks. Like clearly. In hindsight, you know what I mean? Like he's, yeah, we're total marks out there. These two girls like sent people out to pick, you know, dejected Midwestern kids um, up and just like swoop them in and bring them in like and put them to work like all day long. So it was like some, some shit. slave trade shit going on. Um, and th- that's, like that's human trafficking, dude. That's what I'm saying. And then if you think about it like this. He's, he's, I asked what the age ranges were like for, for everybody in that household. And he said up to age like 75 years old, like grandma's there. One, like, How young? One, and the youngest was like maybe 16. Wow. Yeah. Not even. There weren't that, there were like no kids at this place. There was a ritual. What do you think the ritual scene looked like? Was it like black magic he, shit? He made all, all I have in my, mem- my like mental, what what's burned into my brain from this crazy story an amazing like tale um is that it i have like a pentagram with shattered glass around oh, it like a, like a, a, a crude pentagram spray painted in black on like a hard um blue cement block ish looking you know what, um, what do you the broken glass was i have was no broken. no clue but that was my I mind's got an eye idea. i That's got an my idea mind's eye glass was yeah what is it a broken broken glass releases the spirit from the other side. Yeah, and then, it, and then it breaks. You break the door so you can't get it back. It Here could be that, or it could be you Here break break the glass to release it, or to keep it from, or coming. to keep it in, or to yeah. keep it from like it, keep it from ingress or egress, essentially keep it like out. It's weird. Like, that, like you call it to the glass and then break it, and then it. it it leaves the glass oh, that, you so you could invoke back. it yeah right. you could do the invocation you it and you get it out of the glass you get it to come through the glass as a portal there you go Maybe and not. glasses are tri- uh, mirrors are trippy anyways because there's uh somebody that was a white witch told me once that uh some mirrors are dangerous to have in your house and some some are the safe ones and yeah, it's, what are the dangerous ones i wonder if, if anybody in the chat remember, now we're talking there's a difference where if you put your finger on it and you can see your finger or you put your finger on it and you can't see your your finger through it Ooh. that's what i remember huh. wait wait what yeah like if you put your finger up on the mirror and you can see your fingertip right on the reflection and then there's other ones where if you put your finger on it you can't see your fingertip oh i don't think i can see it on my on my uh little pocket 
uh, on my iPad. Yeah, so it's probably an wonder... open doorway to suck you in. Yeah, that. Okay, so wait a I minute. A, so a hold on. Black bear out of a piece of obsidian. So guys, what do we think it could yeah. be then? Like, what do you besides human trafficking? What else would that place be? It's called the Mission. I did a bunch of research, obviously looking into this, and found missions, missions all be over. Run by any any fucking Christian or yeah, claimed. Yeah. yeah, Catholic. It feels like there's like a Catholic. Well, it's um, Christian, Baptist, depends where you're at. All missions are supposed to be for people who are addicts or uh, de des despotism that are, you know, uh, away from their homes and shit. But it, to me, that sounds like with black magic and shit and the ages being from 60, 16 to 75, yeah, that's I what wonder was... if it's females or just males that are 16. Like young, underage kids coming there is, is a red flag, dude. Right, but I mean, they could have been eighteen for all for all ten tens and per. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. Well, so, the, fact, the fact that he had black magic means, man, who who's to say that some of those kids end up missing and they just steal all their shit? That's what I'm saying. That's a number one, right? That's a, and then there's there's so many variables here that we could we could say that essentially they were because I mean, all right, think about those two girls that apparently flagged him down in the street, right? Yeah, like that's your first red flag. Marks, like they're marks because they're wearing all black pretty much. So, I mean, that's a dead, you know how that is. I remember going, even going out to Portland, like everybody was like, oh, you, they just knew I wasn't from around there. And I'm like, how do you, what are you talking yeah. about? Right. Jim, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, uh, what, do, what do you mean? Like when I went out to, when I, first time I visited Portland yeah. when I was like 21 or 22. I remember everybody was like, "Oh yeah, we can tell where you're. We can tell you're not from here. We can tell you ain't from here. We can see it looks beautiful. I'm we just can to get the reflection going on it. But I think there's you like a west. Find your pyramids with that. There's a west coast. Uh... Anyway, I, it's not evil. I did. I yeah, go with your story though. You're, yeah. What are the what? All right. So what are the odds though with um? Like okay, so if it is black, I mean they're not doing white magic. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I think the pentagram glass and all black kind of gives it away. Yeah, and yeah, that's that's the at least in my mind's eye when he told me the the story. I have that in my in my brain, and it's still burned there because that was just such a moving, insane. You know how many dark covens have a have a cover story as being Christian that's out there? Yeah, way too many. And you know who's out there? Veltman. I should check. I, should get I, I don't, but it's a, the best place to hide. Should get Lee Veltman on. I know that there was a, there was a church here in Wenatchee, probably back in 1994 or five, where uh, all like the police were watching him or something. Like all of a sudden, the pastor got arrested for and for having orgies with everybody, and the they went with uh, ultraviolet, and there was like. Uh, there was seminal fluid all over the the whole place like the whole the whole place looked like a disco or whatever and wow. uh there was no there was nothing in the news about it being uh being satanic just like it was a cult or something a lot of times they those are fall guys for shit they got the uh, people that are intertwined with politics that are that are probably a part of that true detective the the tv show the first uh season of it that that talked about it I mean, it was in your face. I haven't that, seen that. That dude. was the, you haven't seen that, dude. It's the it's the same story. It's amazing. Same premise almost. Carcosa too. He goes into all like um, 
late 19th century um, writings serious? where the shit, if you even read the, if you even read the book to completion, you were cursed type shit. Grimoire. Oh, grimoire. It wasn't a grimoire though. It's like a story, but you're not supposed to read past. If anybody in the chat knows, I know y'all know what I'm talking about. Carcosa, the green, the yellow king, the yellow king. That's what it's about. How old is this? Late 1800s. And you're only supposed to read it to where? Where? I'll get the name of it right now. Here we go. I'll um share my screen so you can. That's see. kind of dangerous material to be reading. No. It, okay. So true detective. Wait. The book is uh. Season one. Um, so is this a t a TV show or? Yeah, it's Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson on HBO. It's one of the best shows not, ever. Didn't ever. they? That was their best film was them two together, man. That was that is the greatest season. It's a whole season. It's the best best TV show like I've ever seen. It's like oh. up there with Justified and other. You, you know why? Because the story of what of them doing. I don't want to give too much away, but the, the it's realistic of their mistakes being human. You know, it's everyday yep. era that they put it that you remember. You know. Oh, McConaughey. Carcosa is the city. Here you go, Carcosa True Detective. There's a band called Carcosa. That's a good band name. Um, so it is Carcosa is a term found in many works of fiction, such as those. Oh, it's Ambrose Bierce. Hell no. And Robert Chambers. Ambrose Bierce is the guy who got shot in the in the Civil War through his temple. And afterward, he became like a prolific writer. His story is amazing. Ambrose Bierce is, is great. Walk in, huh? Dude, I gotta research that guy. He got hit in the head. He got shot in the head, yeah. And he's Ambrose Bierce, B-I-E-R-C-E. He's one, and dude. He's like wrote cult stuff. It's pretty crazy. So the Yellow King is based in the book Haita Ambrose Bierce short story Haita the Shepherd in 1893, and it was expanded upon by Robert Chambers, H.P. Lovecraft, and and August Dareth. He could be considered as the unseen antagonist of season one of True Detective. Um, Haster. So basically, the term, so Carcosa is linked. It's often associated with H.P. Lovecraft, despite him not being its creator. Lovecraft's fictional universe and themes have been used with his permission by many other authors. It's known as the Cthulhu mythos. The direct reference to Carcosa and the Yellow King make True Detective beyond any doubts a part of the Cthulhu mythos, not only formally, but also by having many elements in common with these stories, such as satanic or alien evil forces, heavy mystical connotations, and a pessimistic worldview. Inbred mixed sea monster and human creatures, um, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. It's, um... Yeah, he definitely book, tapped into the abyss during the war, never shook it loose. No, no, no. He got shot in the head. Check it out, man. He got shot in the head, and he, he like, something rewired in his brain. You know what I mean? He, they never, he had the thing in his back... Lodged behind his ear till the day he died, um, but he somehow lived. It's crazy. It's amazing. His story is absolutely amazing. Do you think he, he spirit left his body and then some other genius? No, no. Look, look, guys. I'm gonna share the screen. In. I'm gonna share the screen so you can see what I'm talking about. Look at this. Yeah, because I'm looking at pictures of him trying to find his injury. Okay. So Ambrose Pierce. Okay, so um, 
and he just disappeared too. He like rode off into the sunset. No joke. Like he just like rode off into like the, the zona de silencio, the zone of silence um, in Mexico. I'm pretty sure that's where he just disappeared. Did you see where he was born real quick? Born where we got. See, he's American short story writer, journalist. It should be an early life. Go down. Probably, probably be uh, early. Minute. Yeah. Beers travel to Chihuahua, Mexico. This should be over here. Born in Miggs County, Ohio. Lost slash unknown for his death date, 1914, age 71 to 72. Rumored to be traveling with rebels yep. and Mexican troops. Yep. He's, dude. All right. So, like, Beers, it says right here Beers briefly attended the Kentucky Military Institute until it burned down. At the start of the American Civil War, he enlisted in the Union Army's 9th Indiana Infantry. He participated in the operations in Western Virginia, was present at the Battle of Philippi, and received newspaper attention for his daring rescue under fire of a grave, gravely wounded comrade at the Battle of Rich Mountain. Beers fought at the Battle of Shiloh, a terrifying experience that became a source of several short stories in the memoir called What I Saw of Shiloh. In 18, 19, April 19, 1863, he was commissioned as first lieutenant and served on the staff of General William Babcock Hazen as a topographical engineer, map maker, for those who don't know, make a map, oh, uh, as a staff officer, blah, blah, where is it? Okay, here it is. Um, in June 1864, Beers sustained a traumatic brain injury at the Battle of Kennesaw Mountain and spent the rest of the summer on furlough, returned, returning to active duty in September. He was discharged from the Army in 1865. Um, so, yeah, he was shot in the head. And it's, it's, Hold on. It said his military career resumed. Go back up. His, his military. Career, yeah. 18. When he joined General Hazen on part of the expedition to inspe inspect military outposts across the Great Plains, just like uh, uh, they did in uh, Dances with Wolves. Yep. The expedition traveled by horseback and wagon from Omaha, Nebraska, arriving towards years end. And didn't you talk about it? San Francisco, California. Weren't we just talking about San Francisco? Yep. Yep. Well, Sacramento, same thing right there. But that's where they were. They were banned. They were lost in San Francisco. Where Man, they I bet you California, Mexico at that time was like all one and the same, really. Yeah. Dude, but this guy, his dude, he was like prolific with his writing, like up there with. Lovecraft, he doesn't get his due. Like Ambrose Beers, his whole thing, it his mythos around him. Hey, September eleventh, eighteen eighty five. He was he was the editor of the Wasp. I see magazine. that. I see that. Let's see. Oh, and Hearst, he was friends with Hearst. That's the Hearst Argyle family. So we've got bloodline here. Yeah. Um. Well, why wouldn't we? He was like only only people that have made it have been bloodline people like into the history books this way, right? I mean that's just how this works. Yeah. I mean, but but to have like literally his story after he's shot in the head, yeah, disappearance. Peep this. In October 1913, Beers, then aged 71, departed from Washington D.C. for a tour of his old Civil War battlefields. By December, he had passed through Louisiana and Texas, crossing by way of El Paso into Mexico, which was in the throes of revolution in Ciudad Juarez. He joined Pancho Villa's army. That's awesome. As an observer and in that role, he witnessed the Battle of Tierra Bianca. Beers is known to have accompanied Villa's army as far as the, as the city of Chihuahua. His last known communication with the world was a letter that wrote, this is awesome, was a letter he wrote 
there to Blanche Partington, a close friend dated December 26, 1913. After closing his, this letter by saying, as to me, I leave here tomorrow for an unknown destination. End quote. He vanished without a trace. His disappearance, <laughs> becoming one of the most famous in American literary history. Skeptic Joe Nickel argued that the letter had not been found. All that existed was a notebook belonging to his secretary and companion. Of course, there's a skeptic, and they're going to throw that in there. No, okay. so sources say. Now, yeah, right, right. So, like, who concocted this freaking story? <laughs> it's either that, but there could be some. There could be some legitimacy to this. I mean, like, well, I don't even. What, what is a uh, uh, was a notebook belonging to his secretary companion. It's like, right. What? How, how is that substantial? It, yeah, what, they have to just throw that. Yeah, that okay. So this is Wikipedia for you, right? Throwing egg all over everything, but not only that. No, they don't do that. Oh, and here, read, reading below that it says there is an official yeah. investigation. Yeah, an official investigation by U.S. consular officials of the disappearance of one of its citizens. Some of Via's men were questioned at the time of his disappearance and afterwards with contradictory accounts. Pancho Via's representative in the U.S., Felix A. Sommerfeld was contacted by U.S. Chief of Staff Hugh L. Scott and Summerfield investigated that disappearance. Bierce was said to have been last seen in the city of Chihuahua in January. Oral tradition in Sierra Mojada, Cahuila, documented by a priest named James Leinert, states that Bierce was executed by firing squad in the town cemetery there. However, Nickel um, finds this story to be unreliable. Oh, okay. Here's Nickel again, the skeptic. They just insert right in the middle of this. Force it be Nickel. Get your shit. Yeah. Where is Nick? Who is this guy? And why are we supposed to know who he is? Finds the story to be unreliable. That's all it says. He quotes Beers' friend and biographer, Walter Neal, as saying that Beers had not ridden for quite some time. He was suffering from serious asthma and had been severely critical of Pansovia. Neal concludes that it would have been highly unlikely for Beers to have gone to Mexico and joined Via. All investigations into his fate have proven fruitless, and Nickel concedes that despite a lack of hard evidence that Beers had gone into Mexico, there's also none that he had not. Therefore, despite an abundance of theories, including death by suicide, his ultimate fate remains a mystery. Well, at least they leave that alone. At least they leave a mystery a mystery. Um, it's just crazy. He 50, more than 50 novels, short stories. I gotta movies. read one of his books, man. Yeah, man. Um, Relationships with famous people such as Jack London, William Randolph Hearst. It's wild. I wonder if it tuned him into some different frequency. That's what I'm saying. Here it is. Like, check this out. Here we go. All right. So here's what we're talking about. Beers' short stories, Hyatt of the Shepherd and An Inhabitant of Carcosa, are believed to have influenced early weird fiction writer Robert W. Chambers' Tales of the King in Yellow, featured, which featured Haster, Carcosa, Lake Holly, and other names and locations initiated in these tales. See, I'm telling you guys, there's a bunch of code underneath this. Um, Chambers, in turn, went on to influence H.P. Lovecraft and the modern horror fiction. So, what do we have right here? I'm going to open this up. Beers was has been portrayed by such well-known authors as Ray Bradbury. We got Fabian Society all over the place. We've got we got Royal Royal Society. Fingerprints everywhere. All right, the king in yellow, though, guys. This is this is what I'm talking about. It's a short story, by Chambers, first published by blah, blah blah. The book is named after a play with the same title, which recurs as a motif through some of the stories. The first half of the book features highly extreme, yeah, 
highly esteemed horror stories, and the book has been described by critics such as Blyler, Joshi, T, blah, 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 as a classic in the field of the supernatural. Ten stories, first four of which mention the repairer of reputations, the mask in the court of the dragon, and the yellow sign mention the king in yellow, a forbidden play which induces despair or madness in those who read it. The yellow sign inspired a film with the same name released in 2001. You guys hear me correctly? Um, uh, four of which mention, four of these books mention the, the King in Yellow, which is a forbidden play that induces despair or madness. So, fictional play of King in Yellow has at least two acts and at least three characters, Casilda, Camilla, and the, the Stranger, who may or may not be the titular character. Uh, Chambers short story or story collection excerpts some sections from the play to introduce the book as a whole or individual stories. For example, Casilda's song from Act One, blah blah blah. I'm not going to read that right now. Did they release it as a movie and call it Twilight? No, because I I saw that in the theater uh, with my sister and I got nauseous and had to leave. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't have ever gone. <laughs> Um, Did it have bedazzled vampires yeah, in right? it? <laughs> <laughs> but I want to know more about I want my I want this book now. Don't you guys want this book? No, it's so, I wouldn't it's I supposed wouldn't to induce madness. What? Uh-uh. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Well, that's a I, mean, yeah, I, I understand. Right? I mean, it's the same thing as me having a book like the Franklin scandal. Like No, that's that's a sorcery book. That's not like a fucking a novel. No, this is like a that's a play. It's a it's a play. Is it? Yeah. It's is a play. It, it's like a multiple part you, play. Well, yeah. isn't it a ritual play? I don't believe so. It says the book, let's see. Ten stories, the first four of which um mention this king in yellow, a forbidden play which induces despair or madness in those who read it. So but there look at how there's nothing here to really go on to really give us any clues as to so the name is the king in yellow so why don't we i'll look that up i guess and see oh, there, is that a serpent on the back huh the king in yellow Oops. hey oh, is, is that his real name if it weren't writers have fake names for their books and stuff yeah no he used his real name okay ambrose bierce is that his name yeah that yep that's him I'll look up that's ambrose. a great name dude isn't it though? I was thinking the fantastic, same fantastic, fantastic name. Boy, I wish that was my name. Bro, I'll, I'll be honest with you. When you took, when you showed pictures of him, he he looked like a freaking '80s rock star with that mustache, man. Like, some dude, he's great. Stuff. He's pretty great. I like this guy a lot. So, I want to read his book about his experience during the uh, Civil War. That'd be interesting. So yeah. the name Ambrose is a boy's name, and it's produced Ambrose. It's from Greek origin and means immortal. Whoa. He he brought all I'll get this though, like almost all of his short stories were like vanishing stories. They were all about like just like literally like vanishing into thin air, or like you know, or I guess it would be like tra traversing into another dimension, so to speak. Sort of like how he left. Right. Exactly. And that's fun. Like I why can't we have mystery still you know what i mean without blowing everything up why don't we learn about dudes like that when we went to school i feel like i did honestly i feel like i might have gotten a piece of that in some of the well, history I classes that i had <laughs> yeah i know right because yeah. lovecraft came into play 
for some reason in high school for me. I can't remember what teacher it was. I think mine was, was it Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit? And I always fell asleep in class. I was just bored, bored to tears. Yeah, I could never get into that. I could never. It but it's lame. I wanted to, and I still couldn't. You know, I've tried. Even the movie, it puts me to sleep, man. Yeah, same here. Great movie to sleep through. It is a great movie to sleep through. You know what else is a really great movie to sleep through, you guys? Um, that movie with George Clooney where he gets in, in space with Sandra Bullock. <laughs> that is one of the best movies to fall asleep. Dude, I, I remember tripping out. I had no idea what that movie was. What's it called? I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, though, right? I know you do. It's super uh, quiet and creepy. Dude, I'm, I remember Owen Benjamin said something about Sandra Bullock probably being a, being trans, man. And it, it, it just... It fucked me up for a little bit. I was like, no, because I'm here from Demolition, man. You know? Dude, hell yeah. Murder, Death, Kill, 187. Yeah. Take me to Taco Bell. Speed? Hell yeah, Speed. I watched, that was awful. I watched that. Oh my God, that movie is awful. Excellent, awful yeah. Movie. yeah, it's absolutely terrible. One of the rare movies Keanu Reeves wasn't in a suit. Yeah. <laughs> I like Keanu Reeves, dude. I, I, I have mad respect for that guy. Seriously. Yeah, Keanu Reeves did a damn documentary about his experience training and just shooting guns and just talking about him. Like, That'd be the best thing ever. Oh. Wants, you know he's digging it when he's doing that. You know dude, that guy like, is a beast, man. Dude, you, ha you have to be digging it if you're doing it. Like, he's straight up better than a video game character. Like, he can't, he is in Cyberpunk. I, I wish I still gave a shit about video games because I would be playing the shit out of cyberpunk right now. He definitely stays out of the spotlight for drama, doesn't he? He's pretty quick. He doesn't for drama. He doesn't want any of it, dude. That's why I like him. He doesn't doesn't give a shit. Yeah, well, he must not be on their shit list. Either way, dude, you can't... I, I No matter what the situation, I, I refuse to, like, cloud my my uh, vision, my view of you him. Had a I'm not going to taint died. it. I'll keep my yeah. rose-colored glasses. You should, hey, can you do real quick on the story about what happened with his girlfriend that died? Because it's actually pretty cool. Hey, what? who? who? Not cool that she died, but it's Wait, interesting. What? Type in, uh, Keanu's girlfriend died or death. Just recently? No, this is back in like 01. Could be an Illuminati offering. Go Illuminati fuck yourself. Offering or whoever, whoever, who and whatever they offer. Yeah, right. In Illuminati. Jennifer Simi die. I don't want to read it from the Sun. I'll tell you, or People don't Magazine. Do, do something that's informative. I think. Yeah, there's nothing here informative. Express. Wiki, it's all Wiki, shit. You can, you can Wikipedia her name and it'll, it, it had it. Yeah, on yeah. Let's just try that. Jennifer Simi. All right. Let's see. Right uh, now we are talking about. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves and his girlfriend who... Who apparently died. perished in 2001. The approximate date was April 2nd. Uh, she was an American actress and personal assistant. She was in a relationship with Keanu Reeves from 98 until their breakup in 2000, following the stillbirth of their daughter. Wow. Oh, hey, hold on. Stillbirth of their daughter. You know yeah. a lot. I'm not saying this. No, but... don't say it then. Then don't yeah. say it. Don't yeah. say it. Okay. Well, Early life well, and career. I'm curious. No, don't. Don't. No, don't. Okay. Simi was born in Pico Rivera, California where she lived for the first 18 years of her life. Shortly after moving... Oh, here we go. Shortly after moving to LA, she landed a job working for David Lynch. I love I love David Lynch. Sam had a few minor film roles, including a part in Lost Highway, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. She later joined the staff of a music label. She was also a personal assistant to Dave Navarro. Dude, there's my degree of separation. Uh, Dave Navarro. Uh, what is a personal sucks. assistant? 
a PA or just a runner. You do whatever they ask you to do. It's it's a fun job. It's a production assistant essentially, personal you can, assistant. You can end production. up going far if you you're just, the right hand man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The boss's right hand man. Yep, yep. Learn everything. Yep. My so, ex-wife was a, was a production manager or production well, assistant. Are you gonna say something about stillbirth being a don't a say doctor. yeah yeah obviously on December twenty fourth. Yeah, let me keep reading, Jim. Sacrifice. What? December twenty fourth. No, 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 no. I'm gonna keep reading. December twenty fourth, nineteen ninety nine. She gave birth eight months into her pregnancy to Ava Archer Syme Reeves, her child with uh, Keanu Reeves. The child was stillborn. The strain put on their relationship by their grief resulted in the breakup several years later. December 24th? Oh my gosh, you know what. Come on. April 1st is her death? Yeah, yeah, I know. Dude, I know. And it's, oh my God, then Simon attended a party at musician Marilyn Manson's home. Here we go. Well, we can't not, we can't stop now. Jim, we can't stop now. We can't wait till next week either. Marilyn Manson. So let me fit continue. So she dies at Marilyn Manson's house. Are you freaking kidding me? Just, just after being driven home by another party guest shortly before the dawn, she left her home reportedly to return to the party. On the morning of April 2nd, Simon drove her car or drove her 1999 Jeep Grand Cherokee. Got to be specific. Like a 1986 Ford, Ford white Ford Bronco, um, into a row of parked cars on Kaya, Kahua, yeah. He was dead before she hit the car. Cahuenga yeah. Boulevard in LA. She was partially ejected from the vehicle and died instantly. Simi was 28 years old. Simi is buried next to her daughter in Westwood Village Memorial Park Cemetery in LA. An investigation into the collision concluded that Simi was not wearing a seatbelt and was intoxicated at the time. Right. Don't blame her. I don't blame her, dude. This is a Friends believable story, though. Folks. Who is she assistant to? Keanu? No, Dave Navarro of Jane's Addiction. She was Dave Navarro's freaking assistant? PA. Yeah, PA. Oh, jeez. Yep. Okay. Uh, who's, who's, uh, I wonder who's, who she belonged to, you know? Let's, let's not, yeah, Dave let's, Navarro let's, but let's not go there yet. Cause David Lynch dedicated, Mulholland Drive to her. Manson issued a statement denying responsibility for Syme's death, stating that the lawsuit was completely without merit. Yeah. Gosh. So, man, Marilyn Manson has been on the airwaves for being a shitbag. Yeah, man. Let's see. So, wait. Dude, yeah, I didn't even see this, you guys. You guys, I didn't even see it. All right. So, in in a tribute to Syme's memory, David Lynch dedicated Mulholland Drive. That's one of my favorite movies of all time, too. Um, in April 2002, Siamese mother, Maria St. John, sued Marilyn Manson for wrong, what? wrongful death for giving various quantities of illegal controlled substance and for instructing Siamese to operate. Well, indeed, and they faked the car wreck. Dude. Dude. Yeah. yeah. Shortly after the lawsuit, saw Man- or he Manson, told her to go do it. Manson issued a statement denying responsibility for Siamese death, stating that the lawsuit was completely without merit. Dude. So if uh, there's all this stuff going on that came out by his ex-wife recently where uh god i forgot her name but she's uh that blonde actress that was in that's in uh uh westwood westworld westworld on hbo yeah yeah and uh he used to like you know he was he dominated her and abused her and tortured her he turned into everything he hated that made him dark. That getting bullied, picked on, fucked with. 
that his Manson? Grand, that his granddad did. Yeah, what, Manson. Yeah, what are you talking about? Manson. Manson. Marilyn, Marilyn yeah, Manson. but he was also he was also somehow. Oh, we talking about Marilyn Manson? I'm sorry, Charles Manson. <laughs> sorry, don't worry, on. he was buddies with the West Memphis Three and got those guys who. Uh, Dude, I don't care what anybody says. That's some garbage. That whole thing is a load of shit. Yeah. I, I read I dude, I literally forgot. I never watched the whole Paradise Lost documentaries. None of them. I never watched them. I don't know why I just didn't. But get this. I ordered um his two books, Eccles, um, High Magic and something else, right? And I never guys, I don't have any skin in the game of what I believe if he's innocent or guilty. Okay. I have nothing. I didn't care. Right. But I'm not kidding you. After reading the introduction of his first book. I literally was convinced and I remember closing it and saying, I'm not even reading this. I can remember closing it saying, cause he slips up and admits in the introduction that he had something to do with the murder, sure. the murder, the West. He, he admits it in, in such a, in such a, um, a soft way that it's really easy to slip past eyes that are, it's really easy to glaze past. Right. Very easy. It's one of those little, one of those, like it's just a state like a line in a book that you underline for emphasis it's really weird i can't i can't put i closed that book and i was like i'm not reading this and i remember like sending both of the books back for some reason it's like i don't want to support this it was weird i've never had that with any book in my life or any kind of marilyn manson and uh johnny depp and dick i don't know marilyn manson but i know johnny depp and dixie chicks helped get him free yeah and Eddie Vedder. It's Eddie Vedder. Eddie Vedder. Yeah, yeah, fuck it. Fuck Eddie Vedder, man. I can't stand Pearl Jam, but I will Pearl say Pearl Jam that, sucks. The vocals are annoying. It makes yeah, me fucking They're crazy. awful. Yeah. yeah. But I I do like their members' newest band called Painted Shield. It's amazing. It's not I, Eddie Vedder singing. It's awesome. It's really good. All right, so is this pretty trippy or what, dude? Okay, so how do we get this? Yeah, we get... Okay, so now we're we've spun from... From Keanu Reeves into David Lynch and Marilyn Manson, which is what we we're going to save for next week. So is Marilyn is are they all in the same club? Is that is that what we're finding out? Probably all birds of a feather. Wait, wait, together. wait. How? Are, what? It'd be pretty easy to uh, to make one of those uh, conspiracy theorist boards, you know, with the everybody's pictures up and all, and all the red strings and connect the dots well, when you right. go to a, when the mother's lawsuit for Marilyn Manson there's probably a whole lot more damning evidence that's not being put forth for us to see and for right. now and for now today like did, think about this did he He's settle been, did he did she clearly settle? it says shortly look at it, it's re, right there's no there's none of that right. listed here it just says that, hey her, I'll, her lawsuit to see if it's like listen it should be public record unless they it says right here well let's see in tribute david lynch dedicated mahal and drive to her and then it says in 2002 mother saint john sued marilyn manson for wrongful death giving you know whatever we have it here shortly after the lawsuit was filed manson issued a statement denying responsibility where are these documents let's see this should be tagged to right here no you're gonna have to you're gonna have to do the the do, 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 have to do a hard yeah, search. Details, details mean everything. So wait, so how? What would be a good hard search places, for this? Hide stuff, you know. Where, what, court records? What's court yeah, record? Type, type in. Uh, uh, go back up for a second. Type in. Uh, his her mom's name's Maria St. John. Yeah, Maria St. John suit. Maryland. Was that, was that what it? Was that it, St. John? Yeah, I think so. 
John lawsuit. I'll just put Marilyn Manson. Just put suit Marilyn Manson. Spelled it wrong, huh? The right court documents. Accused of contributing to friend's death. Okay, here's mtvnews.com. MTV? What? Yeah. Uh, let's MTV? see. Billboard. All that? LA Times. LA Times. Billboard. Billboard. Okay, so, all right, let's get to it. Where is the where's the actual doc? I'm not going to pay for documents, but. Let's see what this says. Should I do MTV.com or LA Times? Uh, LA Times it is. Or go to uh, our Los Angeles here, here court. We go. Well, there might be a link from here. Stop. What the fuck? No. Leave me alone. X, X at the top there. Okay. The mother of a 20... Wow, they don't want you to watch it. Well, MTV probably does. Okay. Marilyn Manson, accused of contributing to fiend. I keep reading it as fiend. Friend's death. Suit claims Manson supplied cocaine to a woman who died in a car accident, who just so happened to be Keanu Reeves' baby mama of a stillborn baby. Nobody's... Well, we'll get to it. Marilyn Manson has been accused of many things in his time, from corrupting the youth of America to, more recently, rubbing his crotch on the heads of security guards at concerts. Now he's accused of contributing to a friend's death. Maria St. John filed a wrongful death suit in Los Angeles Superior Court on Tuesday, accusing the rocker of supplying her daughter Jennifer Simi, girlfriend of actor Keanu Reeves, with cocaine and encouraging her to drive while inebriated. Sounds like a good guy. Um, the suit claims that Manson, whose real name is Brian Warner, hosted a social gathering at his residence on the evening of April, oh, for April 1st, 2001, uh, um, where Simi, who was 28, consumed various quantities. Where's Greg when we need him for this one? Um, who was 28, consumed various quantities of an illegally, illegal controlled substance allegedly given to her by Manson. Shortly before dawn, another attendee at the party gave her a lift back to her house where she got into her 1999... There's, there it is again. Cheap Cherokee with the intent of returning to Manson's home, the suit alleges. Words, <laughs> quote, words cannot express the pain that I feel over the loss of Jennifer Simi's life, Manson said in a statement released um, Wednesday, April 3rd. See, it's Jennifer, all about him. Yeah. She died. It's all about him. Yep. After Jennifer was sent home safely... With the designated driver, she later got behind the wheel of her own car for reasons only known to her. Oh, yeah. Make sure you know. Uh, he, he, she had a designated driver safely. Okay? Make sure you know that. She was home safe, and then she fucked up. Right. Amanda exactly. They have to insert that. They're inserting this blatantly into the story. So, Erica, this is from 2002. This is like, this is straight 2002. Um. So while driving north on Cahuanga, Cahuanga, I don't even fucking say that, Boulevard in Hollywood, Simi crashed into three parked cars on the east side of the street and was thrown from her vehicle. She died at the scene in the early hours of April 2nd. The investigation determined that she wasn't wearing a seatbelt. The suit claims Manson was negligent in instructing Simi to operate a motor vehicle in her incapacitated condition. At Los Angeles police found two rolled up dollar bills containing a white powdery substance in the wreck of the car, as well as two bottles of prescription drugs, the muscle relaxant, cyclobenzaprine, and the anticonvulsant clonopin. Get down. Um, clonazepam carries a warning about what we know. 
St. John told the police that her daughter had been treated for back pain from a car crash a few days before her death. What? As well as for depression stemming from the death of her daughter with Reeves, Ava Archer Simi Reeves. The child was still born. The child was still born in the eighth month of pregnancy in late to December 99. While the couple had broken up shortly after the birth, Reeves. So we don't get any court documents. Then they, here's Dave Navarro mentioned again. David Lynch. I bet he settled. He had to have. I bet he settled. This is this is a wrap, dude. There's no court docs from this because I'm trying to get there's that shit's dead and gone. Go to the county, uh, Los Angeles County Court. Right. I'd have to get and I'd have to, you know, probably write a letter to somehow get it. Hey, you you do realize that uh, if if this became mainstream, that so many people have support for Keanu Reeves, that this would probably totally ruin. This would go crazy. This would go crazy. But it has to perfectly. The weird thing is, it has to fall perfectly into the news cycle for it to even catch. Do you know what I mean? It has to like latch on. So it would take the news is metered out. However, they want the narrative to go. So I mean. The stuff that, the stuff that wants to be suppressed by. Powerful hey, did Keanu Reeves ever give any statements about her her death or her? I wonder if he doesn't like Marilyn Manson. You know, I, there's that's a let's see if there's some rivalry we don't know about or something like that. But Keanu Reeves and Marilyn Manson. Let's see if we get anything. I'll be right back. I gotta let the dogs in. So I'm assuming this uh, entertainment news. These are all old WordPress, old WordPress sites. Um, it's just this is just entirely creepy. And okay, so I don't even know what Marilyn Manson. What is he getting busted for? With getting but get like busted for his current girlfriend. He, he, I don't want to say he's getting me too, but there's definitely uh, a pattern of him uh, doing a, uh, some type That's... of domestic shit all the time. Yeah, all right. So did Marilyn Manson really kill a chicken at one of his concerts? I'm sure he did, dude. I'll bet a million dollars he did. He was Anton LaVey's friggin' sec, uh, new, new shoe-in, wasn't he? I, no, no. He's never been to say he was a member. Me. My bad. He was a member of his church. But he never he never put put it out like that. If he did, it was like I don't know. Nah, come right. on, looks like a duck hanging out with a duck. They're quacking. Oh yeah, but I mean, uh, dude's been dead for a long time. Um, Levey. Okay, so Alice Cooper is surprised by uh, the allegations. All right, let's just see this. See what they're saying right here. He really kill a chicken. Who cares? I mean, didn't Ozzy bit the head off of a bat? Didn't he get pills? Didn't he get sued for fucking giving pills to Keanu Reeves' ex-girlfriend and her dying in a fucking... There you go. What about that one? Who cares about a fucking chicken? Unless that's a code. Yeah, no, this this just seems like clickbait garbage, right? Keanu Reeves is not a tool. He is a tool, but I like him. Um, Let's see. But it's crazy that this at Marilyn Manson ties into his baby mama's stillborn death, like and death. It's just a wild. I can't. You can't even call it a coincidence. How could you call something like this a coincidence? Like you can't. The fact, the fact that there was no no further investigation on this just should speak you know, volumes. Yes. Yeah, they have money, man. Once you're at that level, dude, they pay people off, dude. Absolutely, and this was the days of like PR. 
like crazy PR. Remember, my publicist will handle this. It was those days. It was still like when the record industry ran shit in, in Hollywood. Right. Those glory days are long gone. Um, they milked that cow to death. I mean, Jesus. But uh, so, yeah, now they're, so they're scrambling. Think about it, though. They're scrambling, scrambling for new grifts. Everybody's on the hunt for a new grift right now because Q is dead. Thank God. But, I mean, they're struggling for a new grift, and we'll see what happens, what, what they're going to steal from people next. But it, this is just weird. He's, he's accused of – wouldn't Rose McGowan – like, what is, what's the deal here? Like, Rose has always been – she started Me Too, basically, and she's been awesome about it on Twitter. She's been super cool and nice. I like her. I don't care what anybody says. She's right. Yeah, I think, I think he was hooking up with them when they were nice. They were married, dude. They were married. So I, I wonder – if I wonder if something happened to, um, if if they have, like, I, I I don't know. Like uh, I'm not gonna speculate on their marriage, you know. Like who the hell? Anything's possible in anybody's marriage. I know that much, especially with these people. So, this uber wealthy. Um, but what is? I don't even know. Honestly, he's been. He got what? Me tooed about what? For I think it was like some. Uh, there's some there's some YouTube videos and stuff about it, but I can't tell you like the specific details off my te- top of my head. Right. Yeah, we we're gonna talk about that next next week. Yeah, just oh, uh, here it is. Here here's the Huffington Post. Let's see what it says. Oh, okay. At least 15 women, including actor Rachel Evan Wood, Evan Rachel Wood, isn't that she's from season two of freaking what's it called? True Detective. Have made. Could you hear that? No? Never mind. Um, musician Marilyn Manson has been accused of abuse of multiple women uh, with allegations ranging from sexual assault to psychological abuse. The sca- cascade of allegations began Monday when actor Evan Rachel Wood and at least four other women spoke out against Manson on social media. Several other women have come forward in the days since. The 52-year-old shock rocker, his real name is Brian Warner. Yeah, 52. Fuck. I know, right? He looks all bloated in 52. Not there, but in that other photo. Um, two male security guards filed lawsuits against Manson in the early 2000s, accusing him of sexually assaulting them at his concerts by rubbing his crotch on their heads without consent. The charges were dismissed in one case, and Manson reached a private settlement in the other. Here's a list of people we know so, so far who have made allegations. Evan Rachel Wood, the Westworld actor, accused Manson of grooming her while, when she was a teenager and horrifically abusing her for several years. The pair met in 2006 when she was 18 and he was 36. They dated on and off until 2010. Damn. The name of my abuser is Brian Warner, also known to the world as Marilyn Manson. Wood wrote an Instagram post adding, I was brainwashed and manipulated into submission. I'm done living in fear of retaliation, slander, or blackmail. I'm here to expose this dangerous man and call out the many industries that have enabled him before he ruins any more lives. Good. Wood testified about her experiences with sexual assault and domestic violence before Congress in 2018, before the California Senate in 2019. She did not name her abuser while testifying, though many fans speculated at the time that it had been referring to Marilyn Manson. Ashley Walters is number two, a photographer. She worked for Manson as his PA after he reached out to her on social media in 2010. She uh, she said he subjected her to psychological abuse and frequently feared for her safety in his presence. Um, Let's see. In the beginning, he'd put me on a pedestal and he would tell me I was saving his life, Walters wrote in a post on Instagram. He was very skilled at gaslighting his inner circle. I would dictate the parameters of our reality. 
horrifying, deranged behavior and insane scenarios became normalized. It felt like I was his property because he would offer me up for sexual encounters to please potential collaborators or friends, she added. He isolated me from my friends and family. He frequently became violent, throwing items, including glass plates and heavy objects. Walter said she continues to suffer from PTSD and depression stemming from her time with Manson. Three, Sarah McNeely, who's a model, said Manson lured her in by posing as the perfect boyfriend. She said he soon began to abuse her by isolating her from her friends, locking her in rooms and verbally beating her for hours, berating her for hours. Quote, I was emotionally abused, terrorized and scarred, McNeely wrote in an Instagram post. I was locked in rooms when I was bad, sometimes forced to listen to him entertaining other women, kept away from certain friends, or if I didn't, he would threaten to come after them. I was told stories of others who tried to tell their story and their pets ended up dead. Jesus, quote, I was thrown up against the wall and he threatened to bash my face face in with the baseball bat he was holding for trying to get him to pick out a pair of pants prior to a music video, she continued. I witnessed him staging problems or hiding missing objects in order to justify his violent outbursts. What a psycho dude. What a freaking lunatic. Yeah, but you got to know what you're getting into. You're you're trying to hook up with Marilyn Manson. What do you think? That's another valid point. Totally, right? I mean, like... Seriously, you're getting with Marilyn Manson. What what are you what are you expecting in this relationship? She in was all honest young when they got together, and I think uh, he sort of uh, groomed her for the whole thing. Yeah, he groomed a lot of young chicks, man. That was his pattern. So he's a CIA ass- asset, is what we're saying. I mean, he's, he's part of MK Ultra, the the modern light MK Ultra light. I don't know. Because, I mean, that would fall right into the category. Because that is some straight-up Charles Manson-esque shit right there, if you ask me. Right? I mean, do, is, there, is there a coincidence here? I'm missing. Or synchronicity here? I'm missing, like, like the last name here. Um, for real, though. What last name? Manson. The fact, uh, you know what I'm saying? I know his real name is Brian Warner. I'm just saying it's, it's, uh, it's, it's just all too hilarious. How it all fall, fits perfectly together. What are some of the accounts on here that that seems more substantiated or or than just uh, hearsay? These, you know? these are he's the my guess is with the way the news is now, which is just like I don't even understand what's going on. The news I don't think the news media knows what to do because they've lost Donald Trump, so they just don't know they don't know how to. Oh, speaking of Donald Trump, did he make a music video about cutting his head off and shit? <clears throat> Who did? Marilyn Manson. Probably. I don't. I don't. I haven't paid. I think it sounds about right. Ali, I mean, an actor, told the Sun that Manson forcibly kissed her in 1995 when she was 16 years old, and he was in his mid 20s. Dude, she said that they had a brief relationship a few years later, during which he would routinely humiliate her. Bitch, you were a groupie. A few years later, that means, hey, I'm I'm back in tour. I'm back in, you know, back in those days, it was like, hey, I'm in town at my concert, you know. Well, we're going to, yeah. The whole thing, I mean, what do you expect, honestly? You're you're grouping up with Marilyn Manson. Like, what, you know. And he has so much money to just shut people you, up. Cooper. It is total weird scenes inside the canyon style counterculture nonsense. It absolutely is. It feels manufactured. And I remember it feeling manufactured because I remember it was like Trent Reznor who brought him out. And I remember listening to Marilyn Manson and being like, I like this. And then everybody started listening to him. I was like, what is going on? 
and I couldn't, I didn't like it anymore. I was like, I'm one of those people. Once it starts getting popular, I start to be fair though. He could be, he could have been a bad apple to one of those chicks and all these girls are just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, it could be that, but I don't see that at all. Cause he's just, he's a, he's a scumbag. So it doesn't help be his... a pattern with him. And, uh, yeah. And especially with her. that, especially with the dot with Simi, with that Jennifer Simi. That's a little bit too. Uh, why is all the? They're willing to put an article about all these girls coming out, but they're not doing an article about uh, our buddy Keanu Reeves. That everybody loves his ex girlfriend got died. Yeah, fucking caring. Care. Why don't we hear about that story? Thank you. Yeah, I'm saying Erica says if you group you up with Mansion, you get what you get, and you do. But it's like this all ties Erica back to um, Keanu Reeves and his first girl or his girlfriend who was pregnant and she gave birth in eight months to a stillborn baby. And then the woman, Simi, Jennifer Simi was literally drugged at a party thrown by Marilyn Manson and drove and crashed the car and died. Well, drove, on, they drove her back home and she, she got back in her car. Yeah, they drove her home. So like a car drove her home, like a black car came, picked her, dropped her off at home and she decided to drive back on because Marilyn Manson had told her to. And this was in 2002. Nobody's talking about this. And I find it extremely odd because yeah, they're because of how relevant. How come yeah, we and, oh, yeah. And Cooper brings up Super Valley Point. I totally forgot. Yep. It's uh, Rose McGowan was, a chil- was Children of God as well. Oh. So there you go. I've been trying to get Lee on the horn, Cooper. I haven't. Get who? I texted him. Lee Veltman. Oh, about the sh- Children of God? Yeah. So he can come on and shed some light on it. He did a really a good job on Charlie. He was on, on Charlie Robinson's show, and he did a really good job on the Children of God. Uh, you know how many female actresses have stillborn deaths or miscarriages? Yeah, that's who's the chick what? that was in Friends that dated. Uh, 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 what's her name? The brunette, Jennifer the, Courtney Cox. Yeah, Courtney or Cox. Jennifer Aniston. No, it's Courtney Cox. Look how many miscarriages Courtney Cox has had, and the people she's dated. What? That's awful. It's all horrible. I'm not going to do that. Uh, but Courtney I was going to say she. Uh, uh, she was the one on uh, Bruce Springsteen uh, video. Who? Courtney what? Cox. I yeah, think I think so. Wait, Children of God. What was that all about, dude? I know. I don't but even like, know. They had like these families called and they had this they they were pretty sexually uh on un, unfettered like uh they had this thing called uh flirty fishing where they encouraged all the women in the church to go out and flirt with men and have sex with men in order to uh they're still around you guys look, them into look the church look and they uh they they would pretty much That's have sick. look what the headline is is little kids little kids dude yeah they uh the, the, the leader was like a pedophile he had a whole bunch of wives that were you know 8 or 9 years old uh, yeah, there you go the ages um one of the one of his kids or one of the Joaquin Phoenix was in that too one of his kids killed himself River Phoenix died and uh, and it's rumored that Johnny Depp had something to do with it uh, he's just tied to it because of that Viper room. That's yeah. the only only oh, link. Too, I think. Was it? What? No, maybe not. Maybe she was. I think she was in. I think she was part of it. I have to check. Who? Double check. 
Chris well, his career his career shot off when River Phoenix died. What say that again? Johnny Depp's career really shot off after it was oh, absolutely. It, and he it was, was at, there though. He I was mean, at uh, Johnny Depp's club where it happened. Johnny Depp gave him a drink, you know, right beforehand. They were drinking together. What is this flirty fish stuff? Flirty fishing is what it's called. What is that? Um, well, the 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 founder of the church, he's not alive anymore, but he used to be like, he used to draw these comics. He was like, he saw himself as a lion, a lion of God or something. And uh, he had sent out all these comics and they were like themed towards kids. And it was for flirty fishing. Like they were, uh, there were, it was like super uh, like free love, sort of the sexual boundaries didn't exist. Okay. And, uh, people had sex with children sort of you know it was like just a a big a big family is what they you know gross freaking and this is uh, where dude keep going so I'm sorry to, yeah flirty fishing was where they they taught the young girls and uh, and women they encouraged all the single women to go out and you know flirt with men, sleep with men ultimately in order to bring them and, into the church. And this is this this is the family of God. This is what the website we're looking at right yeah, now. You can even find the comics if you look up. Uh, uh, I'm surprised South Park didn't do an episode on these guys. He probably did. Well, they're still, uh, they're picking back up. You know, I think uh, they're trying to rebrand. They're, you know, now they're the Family International and they're like, oh, we're about... Uh, you know helping out kids yeah good guy's gonna come in there and say yeah. i'll take over management and make this is entirely happen. messed up this is entirely I, messed up i think it, it might even be a cia link that yeah that would make sense CIA. what i mean it's like this is finders 3.7 3. there's your headline again more kids right? this is the fine this is like modern day finders damn it i'm trying to get a hold of lee Where is music well, ministry? Oh, I thought it said music industry for a second. I was like, what? This is crazy, man. It's San Antonio. What are they doing? These people are evil. How are they even how is this how is this legal? Like, how is this even a thing still? Ch click on children. See what they have. Yeah, for what is this? There's just a children link? The hope of the future. This is foul, man. We believe that children are priceless treasures and gifts from God. As Christians, we consider that human life is sacred. And that every the child of God. is a unique being, worthy of respect and dignity. Children are meant to be loved and cherished and to grow up in a healthy, happy environment. Every child deserves a bright future, one of hope and opportunity. We believe that every child has the right. And we got bullet points, guys, so they only have this many rights, mind you. One, to be loved, cherished, and supported. To be treated with respect and dignity to receive responsible care, and to be handled with kindness, to be encouraged and nurtured emotionally, intellectually, and spiritually, to have their physical needs adequately met, including nutrition, housing, and medical care, to receive a good education that provides competence and empowers them to be self-sufficient, to be taught good values and morals to guide them in life, to learn about God's personal love and care for them, to be taught boundaries and self-discipline, to be empowered to realize their full potential, to be prepared for the responsibilities and challenges of adulthood, to develop their individuality, and to be treated fairly and justly without discrimination. Lastly, 
to be in a safe environment, to be protected from harm and danger. So that's all the rights. Let's see, we got, got like 12. Children have 12 rights and children of God. Here you go. A blessing and a gift from the Lord. This is nuts. I don't understand any of this, how this is still operating in San Antonio. Money. Yeah, it's just like the mission. I bet any money if I go to the mission, and I know the San Antonio one is huge. Because I remember when I was doing the well, research on that. Well, worldwide work. How far and does Erica, it go? Erica, I told the story of Garrett Peterson when he went to, what's it called? I know you know what I'm talking I wonder about. if the mission is, mission is related to uh, family and Yeah, click on worldwide work. Let's see how far this network goes or who they collab. It's worldwide. It's 100% worldwide. Look at this. Africa. Oh, it's, it's, dude. Yeah, they can get away with it in uh, different countries. Yeah, so there you go. There's your, much, if they I have China, it's... do they have China? It's Let's see what you were saying. MK MK light. It's a way to, uh, to, uh, you know, Thailand, make, you got Thailand. You don't even need China people that'll yeah, do not Thailand. I'm sorry to do. It's a, uh, that's what mind control is. You get somebody. You handle Taiwan them. is China. guys. So they have Taiwan. So they have every major nation state in the world in bed with this and including China, basically, because Taiwan Let's just be realistic here. The, the funny it's thing strange. is, every one of the pictures is something to do with kids. No matter what the so, family, what did they get busted for? Like, what are they? I, I, does anybody like? Because I never really they've got never busted. been busted, it's have they? Of, it's a bunch of uh, like so it's like Scientology of, of abuse, and then like the the founder, one of the founder's sons, he came out and like uh, came out about all of his abuse, and then shot himself like in the head. What? Oh. To like, because he's like, I'm fucked up for my whole life because this is a terrible place and abuse goes on. And so my babysitter that my dad, or you know, whatever his stepdad, or he was like an adopted kid, or I forget the exact story, but it's it's like all the all the kids cry have cried out about it. That's why people Ashton Kutcher, Kuch Kuchter, yeah, that's right. So this is like Scientology that. So what we have is like, this is the second Scientology, basically, for Hollywood. That's what it feels like. They're pumping out, you know, some pretty good talent here, guys. We got, we got Ashton Kutcher. We got talent, real talent. IP Brittany Murphy, no doubt. Seriously. No, these are all, these are Man, all. I miss Brittany Murphy. Murdered. And she was my. Uh, Absolutely. I loved her. Oh, I know. She had that perfect freaking just. She was amazing. Like, she was like, oh. the, like the cutest thing ever. Like the sweetest thing. Sid City really had me going when she was in Sid City, man. Since, dude, yeah. Um, also, that movie Bongwater, that's one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, her dad is like some high, big mafia don, I think. He's Italian. Yeah. You know, he's probably old mafia money, but he, he didn't believe the story about what happened to her and her husband. I what never was heard the story. Was Wasn't she like locking? Remember, she like locked herself in the apartment? What he what he thinks is that her her mother her mother slowly uh, was poisoning her. And her That's husband. right. That's right. That is wild, dude. I, they said know. it was like from at first, like they thought it was from uh, like toxic black mold poisoning or something. Yeah, like, that's right. Oh. It was such a weird story. Like, how does the story go from there to there? Like cover up. Absolutely. Cover up. I mean, uh, the all, all these. Uh, it, it's the best way. I mean. To control a person who's going to be a puppet, you know, you you start when when they're young and you put them through the the MK process, like all the all the 
uh, Mickey Mouse Club kids, they oh, yeah. uh, ended up being, you know, well, not all of them, but a lot of them, big musical stars and big uh, brands where a lot of people besides them are profiting off of them. And then they have these big breakdowns and, you know, insanity. You can show horses or work horses, work all these weird hours beyond concert, you know? Exactly. Like Brittany, she's, her dad has a, con, has her conservatorship. Uh, yeah. Conservatorship over her estate. She can't make her own decisions to, I mean, it, it sounds like it's, she's got like a 12 year old's, uh, you know, Men mind. I don't, it's like what well, someone did to that poor abused, girl. If they revert to that voice, that's usually the age they, their abuse goes back to. Yeah, and there's a lot of uh, evidence that Brittany has uh, multiple personality uh, or, you know, alter personality. Like she's DID. got in a lot of interviews, she would like pop into this like British voice and then, you know, like the little girl voice. And then I don't remember some other ones where she's like a boy or something, a little boy. Beyonce does it with that Sasha Fierce character too, didn't she? Yep. There's a, there's a lot of that sort of thing. Um. Especially musicians like uh yeah well now that's all dying now now that it's not used anymore for us for a control they're trying to figure out how they can yeah it feels like they're new avenues there's yeah. no way that they would uh give up something that works unless they have something that works better it's not that exactly. it, it, it still it would work if we were in that time frame but since the music industry is not big anymore they use alternatives it's you know what i mean because hollywood's really taking a, a tank from this freaking COVID. Dude. Dude, Eric on the chat said there's members of Children of God on Reddit who are trying to get out and super scared. That's crazy. Oh my God. Holy shit. Yeah. You gotta pray for those people, man. That's gotta be in a shitty you gotta be in a shitty spot and be scared yeah. to death. No way to get out. Yeah, I can't even man. And the the FBI, you know, they can't do agencies would do anything about they, it. No, it's yeah, not this, they won't because there's big wigs there that have fucking uh dirt on other people. Yeah, and it's these guys awesome. probably make money. I'm sure they have networks where they traffic uh, kids for other people, you know? The main thing with trafficking people don't realize is it's not always sex. It's organs, too. Oh, yeah. You can't forget about that at all. It's the slave, organ. Slave labor. Oh, organs, yeah. And what they're doing to the Uyghur people in um, in China. I mean, it's crazy. They do that. You know, it, they, you know how they their... transport kidneys inside of that. Uh, but the Fulong Gong. Or whatever it is, right? Hey, here's a weird link uh, that might tie into this. Type in Ambrosia uh, blood donation. Type that in. I, oh, it's Peter Thiel. Yeah. He's a scumbag. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, and he says youthful blood is better blood, and it actually reverses yep. aging and shit. He, it's like, he's, here we he's go. an open Trump supporter, too. Look, Ambrosia. Parabiosis. And you know what Ambrosia means in Latin God's. or Greek? It's yeah, food of the gods. Food of the, yeah, it's life force. Um, yeah, look, guys, if you don't believe this is real, blood transfusion startup Ambrosia shuts down after. Oh, look, they got shut down. Ooh, yeah, that's a cover story. They got a yeah, they got right. Funny, finally, they got a big funder. The founder of a startup that charged eight grand to fill your veins with young blood says he's shuttered the company and started a new one. Is it is it frazzled drip? <laughs> a controversial <laughs> blood transfusion startup called Ambrosia. <laughs> Offering to fill a person's veins with the blood of young people for eight. Yes, I repeat. Young people? I repeat. This is very real. A controversial blood transfusion startup called Ambrosia was offering to fill a person's veins 
with the blood of a of young people for $8,000, despite little to no hard evidence that the procedure has any health benefits. I bet they went to uh, Switzerland and Rio. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the spot. That is the spot. Get away. Been a, been a, hey, guys, it's been a rough, rocky few months for a startup hawking young blood. The company called Ambrose says it shut down after the FDA warned against the procedure, according to emails between the founder and a potential customer that Business Insider viewed on Wednesday. There's no scientific evidence that shows who gives. They're they're more concerned about this. They're more concerned about the fact that it's a false claim. That's how the FDA works. It's all ass backwards. Uh, they're more worried about false claims than they are about someone literally taking other people's blood and just the like, transfusion style and. It's from plasma. Not that they're not that they're. There is no scientific evidence that shows that infusions of blood from young people can boost health. Several experts have spoken. Uh, Paus has read raised flags. Well, uh, yeah, because there might not be scientific evidence, but there's ritualistic evidence that youthful blood is important. Who cares about science? What about the alcohol? Yeah, you're not going to find any evidence. Any of the research they do is going to be top secret especially if it works company's founder isn't given up on the idea of blood transfusions however he started another company called ivy plasma according to the email from founder jesse carmazan which is dated tuesday the new company will provide transfusions not limited to those from young people ivy plasma dude plasma you know uh all that's real life force harvest plasma in the United States are all Swiss companies. Oh, really? Yes. I saw a documentary about this on, uh, I don't know, somewhere, but yeah, it's, uh, they're all like, there's a, there's American companies that harvest blood, blood, but the plasma itself, your plasma goes to the manufacturer. They extract it. Yeah. Of, uh, pharmaceuticals is what they say they use it for. For allopathic medicine. Really? They don't use plasma for, uh, saving people's lives or, you know, transfusions. They only use blood for that or in a very rare cases, do they use plasma? But most of the places that pay you pay the good money that's going to Swiss, uh, pharmaceutical manufacturing. Dude, your plasma. To like I'm blown it. away right now. It goes in drugs. Jesse Carmazan and and Cooper in the chat is dude Ukrainian in Czech calling it dark red cloth. Ultimately, from Arabic, the word crimson is what this dude's freaking name is. You guys, Who, whose name? Oh, Karmazin? the head of the company. It's Peter Thiel's company, but he put somebody else as the front man. Obviously. Well, it's probably not a real person because if if your yeah, company, if his name is his name is, goes down for doing nasty shit. Well, then look, dude, a fake. Are you look look in the CEO, chat? Look know? in the chat, Erica. You're, dude, Cooper. You're the best. Seriously, I can't believe you even put that together that quickly. That's pretty intense work right there. Holy shit! What are the odds? So, but I when when what is this? What's the date here? Twenty nineteen. So this is. Like a year and a half ago. So where's Peter Thiel's name, by the way? Because remember, his name was all over the place because he was one of the only people like supporting Donald Trump publicly. I remember that. Could help um, conquer aging, rejuvenating the body's organs. That's what young blood does. It's for it's vampirism. Well, yeah, clearly. And and look who's behind it. I mean, we can go right here and find 
um, Peter Thiel at the head of the snake. I think that's how you spell his name and they're not letting me. Oh, Peter, he right, T-H. Palantir, so he has control over yeah. anything anybody searches. Here you go. Palantir, baby. Co-founder of PayPal, Palantir, and found, this is the man right here. This is the man behind Ambrosia. He's probably one of the reasons why we're shadow banned. Absolutely. For his uh, tech. This Just, guy is scum. Wasn't he tied? Dude, wasn't he tied in? He probably has a bunch of ties to Epstein. He has to. Their, their money goes through the same. It funnels oh. through the same. Yeah. Yeah. Citizenship. He has citizenship in three countries. Dude. Germany, Europe, such Europe, United States, and then New Zealand is just the hub of the Pacific. Here you go. Um, we got through the Teal Foundation, Teal governs the grant making bodies of breakout labs and Teal Fellowship and funds nonprofit research into our AI, life extension, and seasteading. A co founder of the Stanford Review, he is a conservative libertarian who is critical of high government spending, high debt levels, and foreign wars. He has donated over 50, to over 50 political figures on the right, including Donald Trump and Meg Whitman. He also maintains a political action committee, Free Forever. This guy's a scumbag. Absolute scumbag. See if Ivy Plasma has a website. I should. Ivy? Yeah, like Ivy on a wall, like crawling. Like Poison Ivy, Uma Thurman was hot. What was it? I, what was it? Ivy, Ivy blood, Plasma. Plasma. Beyonce's kid is named Blue Ivy, right? Yep. Yeah, that's it's always the, with the ivy in it. That's uh, Lucifer's favorite flower is the Blue Ivy flower. This is all just futurism.com. Weird. Light, no, it doesn't look like flower. it made it. Ambrosia Plasma. About the same color as, of blue as the uh, roofs on the, the whole. Hey, look, 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 look. It's available. Two liters, eight, eight grand, guys. We can buy some blood. That's crazy. If you do not know, if you do not have a physician who is able to perform this procedure, please contact us and we will assist you with scheduling an appointment with a physician in the Ambrosia Network, for example, in San Francisco. This is real. Right here, guys. What about locations and pricing? It's teenage blood, Erica. No, it's probably younger than teenage. Yeah, it's got to be. What would the point be of the pricing? Yeah, what would the point be? This is the whole website. This is it. You can't do anything else. Yeah, that's not suspect. No, not at all. Up and up. Pitter patter. What a contact. It wouldn't let me. You have to call a phone number. Oh. It's dissolved, though. Look. Dissolved. Yeah. Solve coagula. Coagula. Yeah. Dude, nice. You know, there's some rich-ass yuppity Californians like, I'll get some new young blood in me, whatever. <laughs> I got eight grand to piss away, fuck it. <sighs> right. Yeah, you know how NASA said they found a pill that uh, stops aging? You know, the NASA budget is big enough for everybody to get eight grand uh, NASA is just a a a distract distraction, an open an open invitation that they know that they're. Uh, NASA is just an open exposure to the black budget, pretty much all it is. That's our exposure to the black budget is NASA. 
Yeah, yeah it's, right. it's a it's a front company for the black budget. Yeah, NASA's a big fucking joke, man. And and now it's a uh, elongated muskrat that uh, is taking up the mantle as this uh, the most intelligent thing that we just can't understand. So we just have to say, you know what? Whatever you say, boss. Doesn't Elon Musk just have that grimy look? I, like about him. Him? I don't mind him. Yeah, I don't hate him. It looks like he's he's actually not the smartest guy in the world. It looks like he would get his head stuck in a bidet trying to take a drink of water. Hey guys, probably, what's going on in Boulder? Switzerland. He's probably Swissy. I was trying to bet. His 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 mother. Uh, they have uh, they're sort of like CIA ties, and also yeah. fashion industry ties. His mother was like a fashion model. So apparently, Boulder went crazy last night and had fun, and. uh the fun police are arresting them for fun. What's that? Exactly. The fun police are arresting people in Boulder, Colorado. For what? What's Not that wearing mean? masks and gathering. Oh, and enjoying themselves. That's awesome. I know. Oh, well. Colorado's. Don't have fun, guys. Super spreader events. Oh, my God. Hey, hey back to blue. They're here to keep peace. Yeah. Here we go. All right. So Kanye got divorced this week or when last week. I don't oh, know. we seen that coming. Yeah. That's all that's all women with bad intentions we gotta do. Marry some suckers, got married, act like you're interested for a couple years, give them a kid and divorce them. She, uh, she had guts to stand behind him through all that Trump shit. I don't think she was standing behind him. She wasn't, him. I know, right? Oh, she, I think her, her mother was probably calling the shots in that. Oh, why do you think Biden's in office? That's when she divorced him. Shit. Guys, Kanye West's latest shoe, the Easy 450 and Cloud White sells out in under one minute. That's what the news is. It's awesome. That's funny. That's great. I like Kanye West. Didn't he live out in the country in like Utah or something? Yeah, Utah, I think. Or uh, the desert. Maybe it's Utah. Yeah, Utah. He has like a the Skinwalker show is stupid. It's not stupid, but I'll tell you about it. Million dollars. Yeah. Best thing for him to do would probably be peace out from the Hollywood and just live out in the country out in Utah. It's Wyoming. He's in Wyoming. Wyoming. Best thing for any of us to do. I know. Yeah, right. He's got the right idea. I I, I think I got I got pretty lucky with this town that I live in because it's it's about as big as a city can get without uh, getting nasty. I agree. Well, I'll tell you what's nasty. Kim Kardashian. She's, she's been foul, dude. She's gross. Man, she's been, she's a used, beat up car. She's That's not awesome. even, I can't even, ugh. You know, I've heard, I've heard rumors about her uh, being a, a very high dollar prostitute, you know, uh, that her mom pimps out in uh, Dubai. You know that I would not be surprised by that at all if that was previously the case. She, she goes every year. Her, her mom will take her. What do you think the, runway uh, model shows are? All that is is no. just a, a classy prostitution. It's a bid. Show. It's like a bidding, like a brothel. Yeah. She yeah, if, go- you go to, if a chick goes to Dubai, she got turned out and used up and thrown in the toilet. She got she, toileted she, on. She would develop an oral fixation and be sucking on a lollipop every year when oh. she goes. Yeah, yeah she got three. Hey, male actors go there too. Tyrese went to Dubai a bunch. Well, how do you think they got to be male actors? Right. The gay Hollywood mafia, the real thing. Yeah, right. 
that is yeah man that is it's crazy do you see this you guys are all freaking out he spotted still wearing his wedding oh he's still in love yeah right shit he's seen it coming yeah he had he- it just shows you guys even if you're really wealthy you can marry the wrong person you know i don't think he knew i think he was a useful idiot like uh i think like she had this thing where her she had she got robbed and i think that it was france like, that was a load of trash that was, was the biggest totally load of trash but i don't think kanye was in on it because i saw an interview with him and he was pretty shook up about it like that was well, when he flipped out on stage too not long after that he flipped out and they hauled him off well look at kanye kanye's fucking cognitive thinking about dating a woman like that with so many red flags and track and history of just being i don't know just just loons yeah, notch yeah. couch. She got a high notch couch. Just yeah. open, like proud of being a whore. Like, what kind of man of value and money would want to invest in something like that? It's pornography that clouds. Yeah, it is. Mind. And he is. He even know. said it. Like, he said he was like addicted to porn. Just like uh, Ted Bundy. <laughs> exactly. So wait for the let's wait for the Kanye murder spree. Because it's coming. No. Now, Bundy said that exposure to pornography at a young age is what caused him to be what he was. Yes, that doesn't even add up. That doesn't add up. Why not? What? what, Why not? Because every young boy sees that at some point. Give me a break. That's a a new thing as far as... You don't think uh, eight years old or ten years old is a little too young for a young boy? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, imagine you at eight or ten years old, and then discovering that. Are you going to really not watch it? Really? Come on. Yeah. You don't have the faculties <laughs> to say no. Yeah, exactly, dude. It it's like. Yeah, you know, yeah, but it's still an exposure that's unhealthy. I agree. How I, I handle agree. Somebody else no, does. No, no, I know, no. I know what you're saying, but I think it. Yeah. Well, but I don't uh, see how why that is like, like, permissible in a court. Because all of them in a court is of law. Sexual abuse. It's exposure. So wait, somebody else exposed him to it is what you're telling me? I don't know how he he interacted with that was his death row's death row confession was how to prevent it would be don't expose your children to pornography. That's what he said is his last famous last words. It it, it stimulates degeneracy and and lust and I'm not an addiction. I'm not I'm not disagreeing. Dude, look at how many Christian evangelical dudes. It's insane. It isn't like an epidemic. You think? Hypersexualization of a nation is not healthy. No, not at all. You, you know that. Uh, and I know proof. That most of the books they were burning were porn. Say that again. Really? Most of the books that they burnt in Nazi Germany, it was pornography. Oh, there you go. They were trying to rid their country of pornography. Yep. Germany bad. Germany bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, seriously. But. I'm just I don't I don't know I think Kim is gross. I still like Kanye's music except for a few things, and I don't really care. I don't care. Kanye, I love Kanye. He's super so do I. Interesting dude. Yep, I'll listen to him. He's definitely the the fool, but uh, you know. Well, I mean, realistically, <laughs> what was y'all's exposure to sex? It was probably pornography, wasn't it? Oh yeah, at a young age for everybody. Yeah, and, and look, look, look at how many young men are having relationship issues in in these generations and failed marriages and 
Yeah, you know? and when you're a kid, it's covert. You have to hide it. Exactly. So it's like the whole plan. Brain with covert, sneaky, yep, uh, sort of behaviors. So awesome. That, you know? that goes with it. There's a huge high that goes with that. Yeah, and some serial killers, the next high has to be more in intense to where the, the death has to or the kill is the high. Yep. Yeah, yep. I've programmed to kill. I need to read that from Dave Dave McGowan. It was brought up earlier. I think we're gonna sign off. Yep. Sound good? Sure. Unless you have something else unless we have something else we want to bring up. Well <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Craig didn't make it. It's all right. Or snake. We're good. Get off this. Well, yeah. Hey, everybody. Thanks for uh, joining us tonight. Thank you for hanging out. It's been a blast. Jim's going to play us out. Need more volume. Got nothing. I was going to fade it up, but I only have two hands, unfortunately. Still too quiet. <laughs>